And you've just tuned into Season 3, Episode 1 of Movie Professors. Uh, J.B. Bourbon and Professor T, Professor T coming to you live from the Sawdust City Studios for our first time this year in 2023. This is marks our third year of being on the air. We had to take last month off. We're pretty excited about it, but shit happened. So you got busy schedules. Yeah, so uh, our uh, topic this week will be, uh, t- or this month per se, is our top 30 favorite dubbed movie lines for TV. So watch a movie on TV and they say something funnier off the wall or it doesn't look right and the mouth doesn't line up. And then they put something funny in the middle. It's a good laugh. So we're going to share that with you. Even though looking at now we're doing some of our research, they kind of half-ass that shit now. Instead of like putting something funny in there like, you know, like uh, funky, I don't know, no funky or get the out of here. I don't know. They they put it, they just, they just like zip it, it out. Zip There's it. like nothing. It's stupid. It's, it's so, like empty air. Yeah. So they really got lazy on that. So yeah. it's not as fun. So we had to really right. dig deep. And uh, I was just, uh, now that you say that, there was one on TV, that poster right there, that Django Unchained. Mm-hmm. That was on TV. And you know how many ninjas are in there? They, they, don't, they don't even bother trying to figure out a different word. They just, it's like blank. Just, mm-hmm. oh, you. Like, they, they don't even have ninja in there. No, it's no. just uh, it's like a little vacant space. Uh, it's just lame. Right. It's not what it used to be for editing. I don't right. know. Well, I guess because we live in a, like a, uh, what do you call it? Like. Time is money. Lazy. Kinda, oh, yeah, yeah, lazy and time is money. So you got both that. Right. So people are lazy, yet they, and they want to save a buck. So that's what they're doing probably right. at the networks. Instead yeah. of paying some guy and a little bit creative, of money. You know, drink a few shots of bourbon, come up with some fancy words. Could yeah. have been us. Yeah. So, uh, But that's what we're here doing today. <laughs> yeah. So if you're a fan of the show, obviously before we get started, our first couple of minutes, we just bullshit and hope we don't lose too many listeners. That's how it kind of goes. Wow. Yeah, so uh, we, we got some spirits in front of us here. We'll get into that quick, and then I'm going to break down because uh, we've expanded the globe with listeners. We're still big in Germany. That's our second biggest audience. Like I said, we're the next hassle off there. I got some more countries to add. We're going to check our uh, fan mail at movieprofessors at gmx.com. And if you want to bitch, comment, gripes, maybe a chance to win free merchandise, or tell us to go fuck ourselves, you can email us at movieprofessors at gmx.com, or you can check out Side of City Candles live on the Facebook pages. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. So before we get in that, so what are you, what are you drinking, uh, Professor T? Well, I, I, I'll bring up that later. Um, oh, yeah, so got, <clears throat> Professor T got us a third-year anniversary Three-year anniversary present for, for the show. Wrapped up. Wrapped up. It's obviously with the name J.B. <laughs> Bourbon. Who knows what it could be. And then also, speaking of presents, uh, I got my uh, John Henry Wisconsin Street Bourbon Whiskey that I got from Christmas from my dad. Thanks, Dad. Number one fan of the show, probably. Yep. Um, yep. You got and yeah, what do you I, got here? I got line, I just going keep it in uh, in Wisconsin. Line of Kugel, Honey Lemon Light. Keep it a light night. Oh yeah, there we go. Because so, I think uh, if we tap into that or that, that'll definitely pick up the slack. Or this is lacking. Yeah. So just because I want to get it like authentic like a fucking reaction. On that. Oh, that's a big head. As in the beer we're talking, you sick fucks. Yep. Oh yeah. Well, take a whiff of that. Holy cow! Some John Henry and Sons. It's on the. It's a. I got a little bit of plastic, yeah. Poof. Smells like diesel. So, yeah, yeah, well, that's that's how I like my truck. So, it's a, yeah, small batch uh, Wisconsin straight bourbon whiskey, batch number 69. It's uh, 92 proof. So, all right, here's to you, Dad, for. Let's do a little bit because we got some more Mm -hmm. that we got to share here. And I have to drive yet. And I'm not a cop anymore, so I don't think I get a free get a jail free card. I'm kidding. I never did, anyways. But uh, 
Letting it hit the palate smooth. Yeah, yeah. And you know, got a little bit of burn though. Yeah, that's pretty good to sip on. So. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't even know that they made a bourbon in Wisconsin. So. Me neither. Because usually that's a Kentucky thing. So before we get started here, let's go, go through our fan mail real quick here. And then uh, obviously my phone keeps blowing up with news alerts for something that doesn't really matter. Why? Because I don't know how to turn it off my notifications. Even though I know how to do a show on the podcast form, I don't get it. Alright, so GMX email here. So looking at the movie professor emails, we got um, a lot of stuff from Fox Nation since I use that to subscribe to Fox Nation so I can get watch cops all the time. Let's check out our spam folder because that's where, and uh, looking at our mail, uh, Mrs. Aisha Gaddafi got us on 122 again Oh man! from Libya. She won't leave us alone and it's the same exact email. That we got back in I don't know how many months ago, but there's a new one now that just came out from the fifth. I don't know if like uh, I don't think we have any Middle Eastern listeners, but it's from Armid Hansa. Uh, <laughs> greetings. In English. Well, it says greetings for the subject line, and then uh, yeah, so this is uh, somehow we got a blind carbon copy again. I'm guessing I figured out why. I thought we're not that special. I think that's just because they send out probably a million to people yeah. and it doesn't show up for everybody that you got a blind carbon coffee. So uh, this is similar to Miss Aisha Gaddafi. I could read in a Middle Eastern accent and make it funny, but then somebody might get offended because we're not sensitive. So it says, top line says, Mr. Ahmed. My name is Mr. Ahmed Hansa. I work in the bank. <laughs> I get your contact from internet research. The punctuation so bad. I hope that you will not expose or betray this trust and confidence that I'm about to repose in you for the benefit of a, our both families. That's what it says, and it's not the drinking yet. I need you of your help. I I in in I am in need of your help as a foreigner to transfer some of fifteen million U.S. dollars. Ooh. And then it, it's like written out and then typed out in words with parentheses because you got to do it both times. Fifteen million just just so there's clarification into your account. Risk is completely 100% free. Right. Okay, 100% free risk. Oh, but that sounds much, but yeah, $15 million. Who couldn't use that? You right. know, it's not like the IRS is going to be up your ass with it when you have $600 in it now. Thanks a lot, Biden. Anyways, um, then it says, please, I will, I will like you to keep this <laughs> proposal as top secret and also that you will have 40% of the mentioned fund while 60% will be for me. Okay, so wait a second here. Okay, now it's like he's trying to be nice. Taking it back already. Yeah, so fifteen percent, but no forty. You get forty though. So, so why do we have to transfer? If you have fifteen million dollars, why do we have to transfer it back and forth? Mm. Oh, this gets better. Mm. <laughs> so, um, if you agree to transact this business, I will you full details of this transaction mm. <laughs> immediately. You notify me your interest by sending your data as follows. <laughs> Your full name, your country, your age, your occupation, phone number, your office address, you know, because you got an office, and a copy of your passport ID card. <laughs> what the? So you can get your social security on there. Reply so. to me, private email. I'm at rsidegmail.com. Sorry, Armed. Uh, we're not going to do that. So, uh, like But if anybody is interested in the show to see if this is legit, you know, you could email Armed Amsa, and maybe you could be, uh, you know, 40% of $15 million could be in your bank account. Right. But yet you get the $15 million, then he takes four. I don't. Yeah. yeah it's, well, it's only fair. It's probably for shipping. Yeah. Here's something to do with, uh, like, with the 
uh, climate change. I don't know. Gold label. So yeah, so our audience has expanded for a couple new countries here. Looking at our breakdown with Sharon Professor T. Um, let me see. I had it pulled up earlier, you think, but then when I'm on the spot, then I look at it. So here's our listeners. I'll break it down. I tap almost 10 countries here. So we're close. United States, Germany, 9% of the audience. Then it drops off to 1%. It's a bunch of them. Dang. But we got Mexico, United Kingdom. Hey, sorry about that, Canada. I thought Canada would be up there. They're, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got the... Italy? Close. It starts in I, India. Oh, shit. 1%. Then we got Brazil. Mm-hmm. Erbader, Sweden. Mm-hmm. Um, one night in Bangkok, we got Thailand. Oh, shit. We got Australia. Good day, hey, Mike. All right, hey, Mike. Yeah. Huh. Put another shrimp on the barbie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't give away my baby. Um, Indonesia. And last but not least, I'll even say it how they pronounce it so we're not offensive. Because you got to do like the, like the lisp. Espana. Espana. Oh. Espana. Because they always talk with a lift. But enough of our bullshit and banter on back and forth. Uh, let's get started because we've been uh, talking. Okay. For... I'm kind of disappointed that Ireland isn't uh, yeah. into it. I mean, as much as we... I just watched that Banshee's Irishine, or Irishine, however you pronounce it. Banshee, uh, yeah. Yeah, with uh, Colin Farrell and uh, they're all um, Irish actors. Like, they're actually, like, um, like when I, you see the name, you're like, what the fuck is this about? And it's not a horror movie at all. It's something you gotta watch it a couple times to understand it, because the first time I watched it, I'm like, what the fuck? And I try to get the meanings out of it, but it's an interesting film nonetheless, though. So, mm-hmm. like, it's something you gotta watch a couple times and have, like, a refined palette, maybe, for, but, uh, check it on HBO Max. But, mm-hmm. uh, so, obviously, Professor T and I are gonna get started here. So, we're gonna take a quick break, and then we're gonna give you a breakdown of what we're gonna, our noises will be for our golden matches, and maybe we'll hear some sound effects along the way, and obviously we're going to get the over-unders, so just uh, sit back, relax, enjoy this music, and no uh, class dismissed well, two years, well, not yet, well, not technically, it's just recess time. It yeah, we're the, class dismissed temporarily. Uh, i got to bang some erasers. Yeah, so. And by erasers, I mean <laughs> pasta. You're looking a little bit like a noodle. I thought that we'd do this next one to give you a little more gymspiration. <laughs> one more rap! Class is in session. And the movie professors are back. Finally, after our 10 minutes of banter and a little bit of music to get things loosened up here, hopefully you got your favorite beverage and maybe some popcorn and you can sit back and enjoy the show. So to kick off our top 30 favorite dub movie lines for TV, you know, as we play here all the time, we always see how many uh, golden matches we get and how many matches we'll get. So if you get a golden match, you'll get this sound. My safe word is pineapple juice. Oh. That's, uh, that was actually taken from, that was a viral video from a guy getting arrested by a uh, bondsman or a bounty hunter. And uh, like, he was like about to tase him or something. Like, you know, you know somebody tase me, like, don't tase me, that hurts. You know, my safe word is pineapple juice. It was pretty funny. So yeah, since uh, inside joke that we hear later. My safe word is pineapple juice. 
pay some homage to that. So anyways, if you hear that noise, obviously we got a golden match. I got a few other sound bites here for the lines as we go. Not much because it's kind of a pain in the ass to get this stuff from YouTube's to record it on the DL back into MP3 form without paying for stuff. Anyways, uh, Professor T. Yeah, what do we got for what do you got for golden matches? Oh, let's start with golden matches. Golden, the old Goldie. Uh, I'll say I'm gonna say three. And I'm saying two. Okay. So you got, I got two, you got three golden matches. And how many matches are you going to think we're going to get out of 30? Um, I'm going to say nine. Nine. I was thinking nine and a half. Yeah. And you're like, how do you get nine and a half? Well, let me explain my theory of nine and a half. I think I know where you're going with this. Okay, so, because a couple of these movies are going to have a couple lines. Mm-hmm. Like, and who knows if we, we don't line up on it. Then if we got like the same movie but a different line, half point. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. For movie professor odds well did you did uh, so for your list did you list um the same movie in separate numbers i actually i could just avoid that i just uh picked my favorite one for each one i didn't put more of the same okay so see why you, did you get them spread out uh no uh or do you have them in the same one nope i think i got i got two that are uh, from different two from the same movie but for one i listed like three one movie. It's all good. Yeah. It's our show. We can do what we want. Exactly. That's what happens when you're a boss. Like an absolute boss in Nova. So Professor T is going to do what he does best. Oh, how's your line in Google? Oh, it's actually pretty smooth. And it's called what again? Honey? It's got a honey, uh, honey lemon light. All so right. Oh, because you got to keep it light. I could probably drink two of these. And, and then what do we got for the spread here for pretzels? For the spread, that's uh, those are dill pickles. Dill pickle. You that crunch, just like a pickle. Yeah. But no, those really are uh, braids. Those are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Get them at your local market. I did. Or local grocer. Yeah. Or local Piggly Wiggly. No, that would be my guess. So what do you got for number 30, Professor T? Let me just get the get flipped to the right page here. Yeah, we had to do this by hand, both of us. All right, so I'll read off the... Uh, I'll read off the uh, original version, and then I'll uh, cue in the uh, edited version for you. Oh, cool. I'm, and I'm going to do it the opposite way, just for fun. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> this one time at band camp, I uh, stuck a flute in my pussy. Original version. Edited version. This one time at band camp, I stuck a flute in my mouth. <laughs> yep, I got that for American Pie. American Pie, yeah. Yep, number 14, I got that. Yeah, that was... So, yeah, I remember, yeah. That was probably an easy one to like edit, where you actually edit what it sh- probably should have been. Like, oh man, this could, is an easy one. And then nobody's one. gonna bat twice. It's like, ooh, what, what can they you have, what can you kind of replace for puss? Yeah, it's mouth. why don't you just mouth? Because that's where you're supposed to play an instrument. That makes sense. Ah, easy. That one's probably done in the, the movie that taught us that uh, band 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 girls can be freaks. So yeah, man. how many kids signed up for band camp? But it, like, yeah, because it was like it was funny in that movie how it builds up to because she's like kind of like. Jim wants nothing to do with her, kind of at first, right. and uh, he wants Nadia, the foreign exchange student, who is played by uh, what's her name, Elizabeth. I can't. What's her last name? I'm drawing a blank here. Right. Yeah, I know who you're talking about, but yeah, everybody that's listening right now is screaming at the top of the lungs. Right. You're a bastard. Even you call yourself movie professor. Kudafi's probably throwing fifty million dollar bouillon uh, coins at. Yeah, me. there goes the other forty percent. But anyways, uh, yeah. So, but then she, throughout the movie, when they're each other she's like this one time at band camp and it's just totally something really boring and she thought it was funny yeah and she wanted to share that 
And all of a sudden, though, out of nowhere, one time at band camp, she stuck a flute knot in her mouth. Yeah. And then she let him know. Right. All right, so we're one for one so far. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that was my mouth. This one time in elementary school, I took a recorder. I couldn't even play it because it was really hard. <laughs> I got uh, number 30 here. This is a uh, oldie but a goodie. Uh, slackers. I know what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that was a feeling. Because when I did this first, I forgot a line. And I had to add it quick. So the TV mm-hmm. version for uh, Safe for All You Kitties listening is uh, You Scaly Bass Fiash. <laughs> The TV, not, not so much the TV version, but the original version, or the OG, you crazy-ass biatch. Mm-hmm. So, that's pretty creative. I thought that was a good good yeah, play on words yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't have that one on my list. Uh, slackers, I thought for sure that you might. Nah. Nah. It was like a rental. Yeah. That's probably the best part of the movie was the uh, when they edited it for TV. It was like, oh, <laughs> that line, that's it. is that all anyone remembers? <laughs> yeah. I know this one's going to be on your list because... Uh, Get ready for your Boston accent. Oh, is this from the fucking Departed already? Oh, this fucking guy. So this this shit. Uh, have you ever seen the actual TV version? I I have this. Uh, for one, it's fucking wicked awesome. Not really. It's not the amount awesome. of f words that they have to like bleep out and hmm. uh, edit is just a task in itself. But but the the, the horrible uh, dubs that they use, like the the voice, doesn't sound like. For instance, this character, this uh, quote is for Mark Wahlberg's Steph Sergeant Dignam. <laughs> Dignam, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's a fucking hardcore. Yeah, what do you think? We don't do our jobs? If we didn't do our jobs, we'd be sloppy. Are you calling us sloppy? But yeah. that's that's <laughs> the edited version. But it doesn't sound like, you know, he says it at all. It, like, there's a completely different voice. <laughs> he says, I don't even know. This is going to be edited for a, a, a mature, this is a mature audience. Well, we're already ranked for, okay. for mature for our, you can just say the line. Don't okay. Be, we, don't be such a fucking child ahead. All right. He's yeah. yeah. fucking guy. Yeah, if we didn't do our job, we would be cunts. Are you calling us cunts? I thought is it that, was, I thought it was cocksuckers. No, I think it's cunts. I, you think it's see you next Tuesday. I thought it was fucking cocksuckers. I thought we, when we, I read in the we, fucking we thing. Cocksuckers. Are you calling uh, us cocksuckers? Are you fucking sla- being slapped? I thought it was um, fucking cocksuckers. Look it up. I think it's, I think it's. Because uh, uh, one of my re- resources said fucking cocksuckers. Uh, double check. So either double, way, it's a match. Let's double check. Say. It's either, it's either cocksucker. Oh, God. <laughs> it feels so wrong to say that. See you next Tuesday? See you next Tuesday? Yeah. Well, cocksuckers. It's runs. Or uh, rock slobbers. Rock slobbers. <laughs> so, yeah, but then he comes back with the edited version about uh, we would be sloppy. Are you calling us sloppy? And yeah. the way that he says sloppy is like this drawn-out, deep sloppy. So you calling us sloppy. It's a horror, It's a sloppy d- edit is what it is. Yeah, it's fucking but funny. It's, yeah. what, it, it it's a bunch it. of fucking chowder heads, yeah. you know. It's a fucking... You yeah, had that yeah. one? I departed. I had it for fucking eight. <laughs> Why is that person? Around? Oh, I thought that like so. Yeah, so the Salt City Studios got plenty of distractions around us, and we look outside. There's people rollerblading, thunderstorms, wearing yeah, toy all cars, toy cars, and people wearing leggings and just going back in time machines. Oh, it's like this looked like somebody's like running like like a mad person out passing the sidewalk, but they're running to their car. But like it's not like it's raining, it's not like it's snowing. Maybe they got an emergency, but they. I don't want to assume nothing, but they didn't even take off yet. But they ran like a bat out of hell, but they didn't even start their fucking car. So it's just weird. We get distracted here. That's yeah, alright. That's our show. So since um, what is this? since I gotta watch myself here, so this is gonna be a before I get to number twenty nine from this fucking cocksucker. No, um, 
We got uh, our season three present here. I'm gonna open it up because I only had a little bit of bourbon, just a shot, just to try it out. Let's see what else Professor T provided for us here. Ne excellent wrapping job, <laughs> I must say. I know. Yeah, it's like me, except this is better. <laughs> <laughs> and the reveal is, all right, Jefferson's Ocean, aged at sea. Blend of straight bourbon whiskeys, very small batch, 90 proof. Has the open the gift of an adventure, you know, to from here. Uh, ship's log. So this is, I've never heard of this uh, Jefferson's Ocean bourbon. So apparently this uh, company, Jefferson's, they uh, made a bunch of barrels and they put them on these ships, you know, these container mm. ships. And they send them out to sea, and so for like two or three years, they're out there kind of bouncing around. Mm -hmm. Supposedly, their gimmick is that the the waves and stuff like that, the maturation of the barrels, uh, causes a different uh, flavor element in wood with the exposure, sea and the sun, sea salt. the salt, the fucking oysters. Who knows what else is? In yeah, what you know what they say about oysters? They're Don't good eat the middle. <laughs> like a so, fortune cookie, but um, yeah. Yep, this comes with a uh, little information and the whole process that we yeah, talked about. Yeah, get your here. ship's log in there. Got your ship's log here. So where did you where, where did you purchase this at? Oh, that was at the local liquor uh, festival. Festivals. Festivals. They, they actually had, had this. Yeah, they had that. Okay, yeah. so I uh, did a piss poor job of getting this open because I don't have any nails. Uh, use your teeth if you have to. Well, I don't want to get you too excited here on mm -hmm. the air. Oh. So as I'm fucking around with this bottle here, just so people, I don't put them to sleep too much. So for number uh, 29, uh, Troy might be surprised I got this movie on my list. It's Desperado. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's just because the line makes me laugh so fucking hard, as they say in Boston, always got me going. Is um, The TV version, you hear Antonio Banderas go, What the frijoles? <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> I'm very good at Spanish, and I can appreciate Spanish, but even the basic people too know this. Frijoles, that's beans. So, what the beans, he said. And um, the film version, what the fuck? So, what the frijoles? <laughs> <laughs> so, I thought that was hilarious. Just simple, short, and sweet to the point. Good at it. It kind of racist, actually, or, or a stereotype. Yeah. Just because he's but, Hispanic, desperado, frijoles, funny, but you get the wrong people, ACL, you'll be all over that shit. March. I think it's perfect. That's, I thought that was fucking money. That's yeah. a good one. See, but <laughs> funny one. As I'm working on this bottle here, Professor T, I'm gonna bounce into the 28th one for me. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Jefferson Starship. <laughs> Nothing's gonna stop us now. I gotta stop drinking. I have one sip, and I'm ready to make a Jefferson Starship. Uh, never gonna stop us now. Spoof drinking this bourbon. I don't even know how that's gonna taste like. Was it smell like it, it smells? It smells like kind of oceany, you know. You kind of get a little bit of ocean in that. That one's stronger. Yeah, well, yeah. This one's only ninety proof, not ninety-two proof. Yeah. Not that two proof. That one's got thing. the sea salt in it. Yeah, it's so probably got some of that plumeria on it. Yeah, some pineapple. So we're gonna put a little bit more in this one. We're gonna have two ounces here. And no, I'm not. A, I'm not a fucking. Uh, Wuss. It's just uh, we gotta pace ourselves because we got a show we gotta do here, and I don't want to fuck up as bad as I do when I don't drink. Or Was do there drink. any um, any ink in there? Oh yeah, some some octopus yeah. just squirted uh, some ink in some there. Some ink squid? No juice? Mm -hmm. No, we're good. All right, oh, Professor oh, shit, G. My bad. I knew. 
Uh, here's the here's the original line. Uh, Look, all brothers don't know how to shoot a gun. You racist motherfucker. I almost put that on in there. The TV version. Look, all brothers don't know how to shoot a gun. You racist melon farmer. <laughs> was that Pulp Fiction? No, no, it's a Die Hard with a Vengeance. Oh, it was Die Hard with a Vengeance. I wasn't yeah. sure. I know I saw that. I, I mean, it's yeah. You could uh, melon farmers. Uh, we'll probably see that a few times. Oh, um, I guarantee you. So I don't have that Die Hard one. No, no. But uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance. I got. Three. I got uh, one before that, oh. or two. I, 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 yeah, you think you know? You don't read what you're putting down. Yep. Yep. So, Rich. Uh, that was a good burp there. So uh, I'm gonna take a sip here. The Jefferson's. Uh, yeah, try it out. He's contemplating. He's getting the flavor. Yeah, I'm kind of notes. I mean, like, you got wine sommeliers. I'm a bourbon sommelier, so I claim to be. It's different. It's not bad. I know it just kind of tastes like water at first and then a little bit of a burn, but something you could sip on throughout the night. It's all really? right. Yeah. Oh, just tasted some salt there. Really? Yeah. I don't know if that's the pretzels or the. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, darn. Well, I mean, it's an honest mm-hmm. review, so. Mm-hmm. Not bad, though. Definitely, definitely a good surprise, huh? Oh, well, <laughs> when you're done with the bottle, I need it back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could pound it down now, make it home quick, and then give it back to you. <laughs> Cause it's not gonna hit me till I go home. <laughs> uh, so kind of, this goes off the theme of the movie's Pineapple Express. Here, <laughs> uh, so there, it says it a couple times here, but I just kind of made it short and sweet here. The TV version, you hear James Franco saying, "I'm not a casserole. I'm not a casserole." And then the original version, "I'm not an asshole. I'm not an asshole." But uh, so because him and uh, <laughs> Seth Rogen. Mm-hmm. They kind of had a like a gut in a fight or something. So if you haven't seen the movie, it's kind of like stupid funny. There's some parts to it. James Franco and Seth Rogen, perfect stoners to that movie. I'm sure they were baked throughout the whole thing, but they no, get no. themselves into trouble. And then like Seth Rogen and him is at his wit's end with him, and he's like, "You, my friend, are an asshole. You are an asshole." And then the TV, he goes, "You, my friend, are a casserole." <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was funny. That's a, that's a clever uh, edit. Good play on words, yeah. Yep. And that would be like, that's why uh, some of these are really, really funny because the more creative they are, it's like, oh, that's nice. You know, whoever came up with that. Touche. Touche, uh, salesman. All right. I got 27. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> movie, the movie line original. Uh, the killer saw the size of the bug's dick and became insanely jealous. <laughs> Do you know that movie? No, I'm drawing a blank it's right now. Ace Ventura. Well, that was, uh, is that the, the first one? Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. When Guado uh, is uh, talking to Ace Ventura and he uh, ri- starts ripping on Guado here and he mm-hmm. goes, that's what Ace Ventura says that line. But in the TV version, he goes, the killer saw the size of the bug's dirk- or gherkin and became insanely jealous. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm from dick, you turn dick into gherkin. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it, it could be. Yeah. I mean, so they, they kind of said to the people, why don't you just put the pickle on a plate? Yeah. That's the hard stuff to us, college boy. Yeah. I just saw that last night. That's Johnny Castle. <laughs> that was pretty good. That's a good one with the gherkin. Yep. So this one's a uh, one-liner, like literally one line. Uh, movie-wise, like in our top 80s, this is probably in the top 10. Mm. The movie that brought us a lot of political figures in the future, as we discussed. Predator... 
Uh, this Arnold Schwarzenegger in the TV version says, Baloney. <laughs> Baloney. The original movie. Bullshit. <laughs> so I thought that was a good... Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Uh, I feel like going out to sea now with his Jeffersons. Yeah. Yar. Get your sea legs. Like, I don't know if I want to, like, do Deadliest Catch without the crabs, or I want to be a pirate. No, mm. pirates are rum, though. Yeah. So this should... would be more of a... This would more, be more like Goonies. More like Goonies. Yeah. Hey, you guys. <laughs> a couple... If you drink a couple drinks of these, yeah, you'll be talking hey, like... Hey, you gherkins. You'd be like Jem Tusick, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, probably his helmet over there on the wall. Mm-hmm. They got uh, number 26. Uh, you called my friend a faggot, told him to go fuck himself. <laughs> <laughs> or the edited version. You called my friend a maggot, told him to go stuff himself. <laughs> <laughs> it's from Casino. <laughs> oh, forget about it. Yeah. I don't know. I got, I got a Casino one. Casino, you had a, you had, you had a couple Casino ones? I do. I do. So we're going to hold up scoring points then. Because I got one too. Oh, okay. But it's wrong, I think, how they fucking edited it too. Like, it's still bad. I mean, the fact that they put Casino even on TV... That's I mean, a, it's like a completely different movie. Mm-hmm. Like, half the lines don't even exist anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, we're doing the whole movie. And it's a long movie. Forget about it. <sighs> Fudge it. Yeah. All that right. catalog's pretty sweet, minus what happens to it. But um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I got an, I got a couple of uh, casino ones on here, so I'm, I'm sure we're going to match up. So, this movie here is one of my favorites of all time. I think, in, I don't know if it was like high school or college, I bought the t-shirt. Yeah. Uh, because it was a sweet fucking ride. From, I got the movie Smoking the Bandit. Yo. Because that Trans Am was fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, total uh, pasta magnet, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking Italian. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, so from Smoking the Bandit, you got Buford T. Justice, and he says this phrase a lot. And um, the TV version, he's calling everybody a scumbum. Scumbum of the TV version. As in the, if you see in the original film, some bitch, you know, some bitch, mm-hmm. or son of a bitch to the layman, if you don't speak yeah. Buford T. Justice, so. Yeah. Son of a bitch if you're south of the. Or if you don't offend anybody, it's scumbo. Mississippi Delta. Yeah. The Mason-Dixon line, I think that's what you're going. Mm-hmm. Hashtag meet me at the Waffle House. Oh, you don't have no scumbo? Mm-mm. I thought maybe. You got the Burt Reynolds mustache, though. <laughs> our favorite line in that movie is when he jumps that river uh, maybe that should be, should be your next purchase dude I'm gonna jump something else <laughs> jump me he said <laughs> instead of getting the uh, pickup you know you can get yourself a cowboy hat some wranglers and a trans am yeah, snap shirt and yeah trans am yeah. I'll put a CB in my truck and we can follow each other <laughs> got a bloodhound I got, I got a lab and three German shepherds so we could pick one for close something close enough <laughs> I'll take my lab of color <laughs> All right, I need Professor mm-hmm. T. Well, like I said, I got a couple of casinos. <clears throat> this is another one. Oh, forget about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the, uh, Joe Pesci in the desert says this to uh, Ace. He goes, get this through your head, you Jew motherfucker, you. Well, in the edited version, get this through your head, you Jew money lover, you. <laughs> what number you got that for? 25. I got it for 19. Close <laughs> enough. Yeah, that's the line I had for... Um, because that's like and that's almost just as offensive yeah that's what like, I said because like, he's even caught old Jew yeah like because uh, yeah because uh, yeah, when I re- watched that and read that too and because I cause hmm. a little bit because I kind of disclaimer obviously I use the Google Google a little bit because it's hard to find a lot of shit 
-hmm. these days and then I matched up with the YouTubes just so I can get a peace of mind but yeah I, I watch it and I'm like fuck like I can't like yeah you, yeah you kept Jew in there and Jew can, even though it's a people but then they put and Jews are associated with liking money banking. being gritty banking mathematics and all that or being very <laughs> profitable business people it's almost worse yeah like so whoever edited that was an anti-semitic prick right mm -hmm. that's almost insane it's like like yeah, get this through your head, you kite flyer. Similar <laughs> <laughs> to another Jewish word, you get the point. <laughs> so it's not me here. Yeah, these uh, pretzels are pretty good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Like them. Professor T always has a good spread here at the Sada City Studios when we're recording. And then you get to hear the. You guys uh, get to hear the, the crunches. Crunch. And then it's almost like. It's like vicariously through us, you're enjoying being it. Being in our mouth. So this one is. Um, I almost said Neo, but uh, one of my favorite actors of all time, Keanu Reeves, Matrix. In the TV version, he goes, Jeepers Creepers, is that thing real? When they're trying to get that bug out of him. Thank you, AMC. That was AMC who edited that. And I actually appreciate that because um, it's uh, using our Lord's name in vain. JC. I know, I say a lot of swears, but I'm not going to say JC on the air, believe it or not. So, JC, is that thing real? So, I thought that was pretty cool that they kind of changed that because it's usually cool to say GD or JC and they don't edit it. So, that makes me an AMC fan. At least they got some class there. So, mm -hmm. yep. Jeepers Creepers, you said. <laughs> Jeepers Creepers. But it wasn't like that. <clears throat> <clears throat> Gotta get some honey. Yeah, so uh, I want to get, shout out to Professor T I mean, for this uh, Jefferson's. I'm enjoying it. Really? Oh, it was. Because uh, he like, said he had mixed reviews and he was worried about it. Yeah, I heard a review on it. One guy, the well, the one guy said he uh, didn't think it was worth the price tag. So. Uh, oh, he didn't tell me the price tag, and I'll probably mm -hmm. lose my mind if I find out what. Uh, yeah, I won't say it. He won't. Because if he didn't it. like it, then I would have been even. Um, I'm loving it, man. I'm loving okay. every minute of it. All right, well, it's a unique taste. It's a, yeah, it's nothing. It's like it's not like a America bourbon. We mm. still that was probably That's hands the down the worst bourbon we ever had in the show. That was fucking sorry. It's like it's it's. <laughs> I'd rather drink communist vodka than drink that fucking American bourbon. Mm -hmm. Somebody puts a gun to my head, I'll do a lot of things for my country, but I ain't drinking that bourbon. Mm. I will do another contract with the military again for another six years, than drink that fucking American bourbon. It's that bad. Yeah, I'll join the Girl Scouts too. Um, okay, got number 24. Let me uh, go for some cookies. We'll talk about it later. Okay. All right. <sighs> All right. Deal. Um, got a... <clears throat> this is from the movie Child's Play. Uh, and Chucky says to this uh, guy who's... Uh, he's sort of a uh, voodoo voodoo guy. Chucky wants to talk to him about getting out of that body. You know, he's in the dollar yeah, body. Charles, Charles Lee Ray. So he goes, you mean I got to live the rest of my life in this body? No fucking way. Well, in the TV version, he goes, you mean I got to live the rest of my life in this body? No fun way. <laughs> no fun way, man. No, no, no fun way. No funning way. <laughs> no fun way. Uh, and it's like, that's oh, odd. And that's, that's perfect, like, because it's like, oh, no Ooh. fun way, but it's like a doll saying it, and he's supposed to be fun for the yeah. kids. And it's like, no fun way. <laughs> I love it, you. Yeah. That's what a kid would say. Except he's not. Is this because you, you talk about the voodoo thing? I kind of, this is so random, but this, this, I fucking died laughing. So I'm not ashamed to say I'm a big, I like the show Friends. I think it's hilarious and stuff, you know. Some of the shit that uh, Matthew LeBlanc says is Joey when he 
play stupid. And uh, so I got on the HBO Max and watching it. And then he's like, like trying to do like some uh, like audition because obviously he's an actor or a struggling actor always. You see him as might as being Drake or Maury from the days of our lives, ladies. But uh, like he goes, I can do I can do a southern accent if you want. Okay, go ahead. Chama, no problem. Man. <laughs> they go, that's Jamaican southern. <laughs> Because you didn't expect that, because I haven't seen him so long, I died laughing. So, I love Joey's southern accent. Yeah, man. No problem. But moving on, speaking of dumb shit, number 24, I got Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber. Uh, TV version said, right on my sandwich, after you kiss it. And then obviously, the, t- uh, the movie version, right on my ass, after you kiss it. Professor T's taking a review here. Got a little, I know I got it. Damn, this Jefferson's good. As Professor T goes, uh, I'm going to check his list here. So if you're enjoying the show or if you have any questions, comments, concerns, gripes, or you want to talk shit about us or something we could do better. Mm. What number? I got it for number 24 here. I'm looking right at it. Number 23 is right in front of my face. Ah, so close. Close enough. So anyways, as Professor T got his shit together. But anyways, uh, like, you know, we appreciate you guys' feedback. So if you could email us at movieprofessors at gmx.com. If you can't spell M-O-V-I-E-P-R-O-F-E-S-S-O-R-S. At gmx.com. Yeah, we're available on a lot of different streaming uh, platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, other shit I don't know about. I know we're in a bunch of stuff. I don't know how it all works. But um, for us to make this show better or listenable or, uh, you know, maybe a chance to win free merch, you can just give us an email because we mm-hmm. want to make the show better. It's for you guys. And uh, by the line, we don't care if we got one listener or a thousand listeners. Uh, uh, Professor T and JB Bourbon just like having a few drinks and uh, just talking nonsense. So. Mm-hmm. We hope you enjoy the show. Spread movie knowledge. Spread movie knowledge, definitely, because if you go throughout our three years of history here, plenty of random movie knowledge and facts and stuff like that. And uh, another tangent here. So speaking of recent episodes, we did that law enforcement one, remember, like two months ago, as I said goodbye. So I was looking on my Facebook, uh, like the memories thing, mm-hmm. and what I posted it, this was, I don't know, like eight years ago or something like that, because... So I, I stopped a car for speeding, whatever it was. I read the license plate, because I'll, I'll read it how I read it over the air and how I say it. So it'd be like, you know, 758 traffic stop, you know, 23 in Silver Creek, Wisconsin Auto, uh, J. John, M. Y., or no, M. Mary, Y. Young, you know, B-Boy, F. Frank, T. Tom. So J. M. Y. B. F. T. was the fucking plate, right? Scannerland was quiet for me. Like, the whole radio was like, like quiet, because it spells out Jimmy Buffett. Great fucking play. Mm. Guy did not like me. But uh, <laughs> I even gave him a break, too. Like, because, like, I, for speeding, I lowered it to the lowest amount. His registration was fucked. His insurance was fucked. I'm like, here you go. I'll just give you, like, like the $10 ticket for your, you know, insurance that you don't have the cart on you, whatever it is. And then I said for your um, registration, let's give you a warning. Get, like, two weeks to get it fixed. I'm not that big of a fucking dick, but... Yeah, he, he was so, anyways, I thought it was kind of funny. I saw my Facebook thing. Jimmy Buffett, license plate. Um, God bless that guy. 
So, uh, <laughs> so Professor T, it's on you actually. Before I hit my number twenty-three. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, we got to jump to twenty-two. Um, uh, this this one might be on your list. I know that you're a fan of the movie, so we'll see. Um, here's the movie quote: "Everything is working fine in our system until the power grid was shut off by Dickless here." No, and doesn't doesn't ring a bell yet. Um, Must be the Jeffersons. Yeah. No, it's uh, the Vinkmans. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was the, the first one. Yep. I haven't and, uh, written the 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 TV version says everything's working fine. Oh yeah, because they shut him down. That dickhead shut him down, and then yeah, everything went fucking nuts. Yeah. yeah. He goes, everything's working fine in our system until the power grid was shut off by Wally Wick over here. <laughs> Wally Wick? That's a great fucking one. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it was like, Dickless. You could probably get away with saying that now. It's like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that's not even that bad. Yeah. So uh, so I can't believe I did a. Moment where I, I I forgot, but yeah, I remember that. Like I remember they shut him down and say the permit and stuff. Uh, so uh, speaking of Ghostbuster movies, get ready for this. I think it's uh, end of this year. Maybe I could be wrong. December twenty twenty three. It looks like you're gonna get a sequel to Ghostbusters Afterlife. Three. Uh, that, that burp was sponsored by uh, Slimer. Google's. Or Slimer. Yep. Hashtag. We know what we should do one of these shows. If, uh, if that goes through and they do the Ghostbusters Firehouse at the end of the year, we should get some Ecto Cooler, find some, and well, drink it yeah. for the show. Because I think that, I think sometimes they, they they bring it back for a limited time. Oh, I know Lions Tail make that one that I had that Ecto uh, yeah. slime. And then uh, yeah, so it turns out speaking of, of beers, some of my hop allergies not as bad as we thought because I've had two four beers in the last month, not all back to back, and I haven't had any major reactions so. I might be able to drink some Ecto Cooler here with mm. Professor T for our maybe our Christmas show or something. We'll do something if that Ghostbuster movie come out. But I must say though, if you haven't seen Ghostbusters Afterlife, I was actually pretty happy with that movie and how they did it. And I'm not ashamed to say I got a tear in my eye. How they brought back uh, Harold Ramis. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I just fucking loved it. I loved the story. I was surprised because I'm like I'm a cynical asshole for like a lot of things. Because that Ghostbusters with all the girls and stuff, and now uh, who's that sex icon? That, uh, mm, that Paul Rudd. Well, Paul Rudd's a sex icon always. He's <laughs> hashtag Ant Man. Speaking of coming out soon, Ant Man February seventeenth. Check it out. But uh, or Quantum something. But uh, what's that? It was uh, that guy that played Thor, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Yeah, or Liam, one of the one of them fucking Hemsworths. But with all the girls like Melissa McCarthy and all them, like they're funny comedians. Don't get me wrong. Movie fucking sucked. Like I like there's a few parts I laughed at. I'm not gonna say it, but it just wasn't. How it should have been, but mm-hmm. Afterlife really, I think, picked up from two where it needed to be, and it helped too because you had Ivan Reitman's son direct the movie, so the kid grew up on set for the Ghostbuster movies, so it just it was perfect. It's you can't. I like the uh, little Stay Puft Marshmallow Men. Yeah, they were cute. They were all over. Yeah, they were kind of cute. <laughs> yeah, so so number twenty-three for me here is this is like I told Professor T about this movie. I broke the rules on this because I, like. Generally, I've seen every movie, and you shouldn't judge a movie by its preview or its cover, probably. And I broke that fucking rule. Mm-hmm. But I, I just I couldn't bring myself to it. So this movie, it has good actor too. You got Zoe Deschanel, and you got uh, Joseph Gordon-Love Hewitt, or whatever you say his name is. You know, he's a good actor too. And uh, it's called Five Hundred Days of Summer. Mm. So I'm gonna read for you the TV version, and then I'm gonna play for you the actual version. Use your imagination. So because it, it was pretty funny. Um, it's, you can actually watch on HBO Max if you're interested in it. It's about an hour and a half. 
and I haven't brought myself to do that. Please forgive me. I know I'm breaking my rules as a professor, but I do what I want sometimes. So hashtag it's my life. Uh, so it's called, yeah, like I said, 500 Days of Summer. TV version says, she took a giant spit on my face. <laughs> Literally. Here's a Hollywood's version. I loved her. What she do? She took a giant shit on my face. Literally. Literally? I'm not literal. It's disgusting. Jesus. What's the matter with you? <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's funny. Good play on words there. Giant spit. Maybe I shouldn't be an asshole. I should just force myself to watch it. <clears throat> it's not a bad movie, actually. You, you saw it? Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So definitely check it out. Probably. Yeah, so it's worth it's worth a one one watch. Okay. So you could watch it with like a lady friend or something or on a date. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well. <clears throat> yeah, if you want to, who am I to say no? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if you can get a date these days, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fucking well, gone. Well, I'm married, so. All right. Well. Way to be a heartbreaker. Well, since you're kind of running out of your lining kugels here, we got two different options for you. You can hit the seas with the Jefferson Boys or Jay mm-hmm. Henry Sons. Well, let me finish off the rest of that lining. That These both are like for real. I'm not just saying this because my dad bought me this, and I'm not just saying this because he got me this, or for us for the show, but they're both pretty good. Can't go wrong with either one. Where does it rank next to that Woodford Reserve? Oh, that's a tough question you ask because I almost have to have that drink in that right here. Yeah. But Woodford, out of all the bourbons I have for the price, bar none, I'm probably it's probably my number one still. So Woodford Reserve, check it out. Definitely worth the money. Sometimes you get it in sale at the local market here festivals. I will say this: uh, <clears throat> I don't go down that aisle very often to buy any of that bourbon stuff, but. The few times I've gone, there's been something different, like every every time. Mm-hmm. Same with the beers, but I mean, beers are there's more breweries than there are distilleries making hard spirits. But mm-hmm. I kind of like um, even though I'm not a big fan of fruity drinks, but sometimes uh, there we go. Uh, Rum, Old Smoky, or Tennessee, you know. Oh yeah. So you had to, had to look over there to get yeah refresh mm-hmm. my memory, but they got some weird off the wall flavors for different whiskeys and stuff. Sometimes they're not bad though, because mm-hmm. they got like a habanero mango. Yeah, for booze, it's uh, it has a kick to it, but it's just a uh, kind of spicy going down, and then kind of that release is just a nice. It's probably like that goddamn taco bar I went to the other day at work. Yeah. Someone didn't tell me that was spicy meat. Mm-hmm. And then spicy cheese on top of that. Oh, yeah, guess what? Well, that had jalapenos in it. Oh, really? Thanks for telling me. That's why my lips are on fire. Mm-hmm. I had to have one, too, where um, this guy we used to work with, I won't name his name, but he's the kind of guy that, um, you know, like, he had your back and whatever, but somebody, you don't dare somebody to do anything or tell them, like, oh, I bet you won't do that because he'd do it. But he, uh, I remember he gave me, like, some ghost pepper, uh, mm-hmm. Oh, was it some kind of ghost pepper like dip type shit or taco tray and he uses ghost pepper extract and I'm like mm-hmm. I'm like oh it's not too bad it's just the extract this time okay you take one bite and I'm like what the fuck is wrong with you you know I was like I like hot chip but I'm like fuck my face is numb you prick <laughs> so it's on you Professor T you're number what 22 or 21 I'm on 21 alright let's hit it the quote 
from the movie is this. My name is Buck, and I'm here to fuck. <laughs> I say, yeah. Uh... But the TV version, they changed it a little. said, uh, my name is Buck, and I'm here to party. <laughs> Kill Bill. Yeah. That's, yeah, no, I, that, that was on my honorable mention, but mm-hmm. obviously... Me and that guy I don't see always eye to eye, even though he's made a couple lists, so I've mm-hmm. kind of been a little yep. bit tolerant. But no, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, uh, if we went to 50, I probably would have put that one in there. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was kind of hard once, like, to get to the 30 a little bit to fine tune this stuff. Because, like I said, like a lot of that shit, they just they half ass it now, so it's really. I know. Takes the fun out of it. So, one of the classic, or cult classic Johnny Hughes films here. Uh, Furious Bueller's Day Off, <laughs> uh, the TV version. I know what you're doing. I know what you're going for. Uh, number 23, we got, uh, pardon my French, but you're an aardvark. The TV version, I mean the original, or the OG, uh, pardon my French, but you're an asshole. Mm-hmm. Probably the only time that's been dubbed mm. for a, the word asshole, aardvark. Yeah, I got it. was. I can't remember, yeah. My son, too. Like, did you just say aardvark? <laughs> <clears throat> this next one's going to be uh, pretty explicit. Do you have that one? No, I don't have that one. Oh, yeah. But <gasps> I kind of feel bad for Cameron, though. Because, <clears throat> uh, like, I think he's a good kid. And then, like, he just, uh, like, you know, just studying all the time, having good grades. And his parents are really hard on him, so he's just worried about everything. Cause oh, my dad loves that car more than he loves me, kind of thing. I mean, it's kind of mm. sad, actually. But mm. Ferris was being a hard bark. Right. Yeah. I don't think he had to worry about money. Mm-hmm. Well, after that um, Ferrari disaster, I don't know. <laughs> uh, hashtag uh, eBay. Uh, this one's from uh, the movie Exorcist, so... Uh, oh! Which number is it? Uh, 20. Number 20. Uh, your mother sucks... You can say it. I like to uh, I feel so bad. Uh, your mother sucks cocks in hell is the real movie. Or the real line. And the edited version, which is... Uh, a shock, uh, a no. shock that they even decide to put that on TV. That was, uh, no, I, uh, what do you got? Cause your like, mother sews socks that smell. Your mother smells sews socks to that smell. <laughs> that was, yeah, I know. I got that for number six. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, <clears throat> you're taking a big risk by putting that movie on TV. That just got raunched uh, all over it from every angle. That, yeah, like that was, uh, I, I cried a little bit, like laughing so hard with that one line. The Exorcist, so that, yeah, as we talked about our horror movies, that set was plagued with a lot of disasters and crazy shit happening. Uh, this is kind of random, but my experience has seen like an Exorcist thing. So when I was a kid, uh, it was, oof. I don't know, I'd probably be maybe 10 at the most. Uh, I was kind of spoiled by my grandparents where we used to be in Nashville every year, then we went to Branson. So Branson is like a, like kind of like Nashville, like, you know, a country music place, plenty of shit to do, you know, a family destination. And I kept seeing, like, you know, because I was always looking at these uh, programs and shit for Branson as, uh, like, a wax museum. I thought that shit was cool. So let's go to the wax museum. And I'm like, it was pretty cool to see all this cool shit and how they did it. 
So then all of a sudden we get to like these horror movie shit. And I'm, you know, when you're 10 years old, you're going to freak out when you see some shit. Because they had, you know, Silence of the Lambs. They had, you know, Michael Jackson thriller shit. But hanging up in the, like, straight in front of you before we go on these stairs is that bed, you know? Oh. <laughs> and a little girl there, you know, with the spewing fuse soup everywhere. And, like, the like the makeup looked like her just all the, like, it was like, I was terrified of that fucking bed there. I remember, and I didn't want to walk past that. And I wanted to leave, but my grandparent, my grandpa, like, grandpa, like, no, like, I don't know if he said, don't be a pasta. Mm. <laughs> but he's like, he's like, dude, it's okay. it's okay. It's not real. It's not real. But like, I was so petrified and yeah. it was, but it was just amazing what, what they did. And I'm sure they do that. Ooh, like museums around the country. But it was like, when you're 10 years old, that looked fucking real to me. And I right. was. Yeah. Looking right at the extra have a nightmare season. about that. I did actually. But, um. Let's uh, cheer, let's do something a little more cheery here. Uh, hashtag Kevin Smith is the clue here for number twenty-one. Twenty-one. Professor T's getting really excited here. <coughs> Are you right, Professor T? Mm-hmm. The movie is Mallrats. This dill pickle shit, dude. This is fucking funny. I'm circling it already because I know exactly what you're going with. Cause there was a couple from Mallrats, but we'll see. Cause oh, this shit. one, but this one stuck out the most to me. TV version. All it took was a fat karate punch. Mm-hmm. The original version. All it took was a fat chronic blunt. Okay, well now I feel dumb because I got too excited and it wasn't well, even the right. Yeah, one. <laughs> was it the Airhead one? Yeah. Go oh, and you read that one. That was yeah. fucking good too. Oh, okay. Um, same movie. Uh, I so I had it for number nineteen. That's why I got kind of excited. I, I thought you were on the exact same. Number. So what what do we do here when it's like a golden half golden match? It's like we just spread it out to golden. We don't gotta fuck with halves. Cause the movie. Fuck it. That's yeah. our show. So we're gonna have one golden match already. Right. Halves are for quickers. Um, and I'm no, talking about. But you should eat your oats. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, should. Should, yeah. yeah you uh, Thanks, William Penn. For, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So in the, the, another funny line in that movie. Uh, holy shit, you fucked that asshole is like the original line in the ver- the TV version. Holy snot, you spoke to that airhead? Because <laughs> I found it after the fact. I didn't uh, realize that was in there. It's classic. That was, a, that was classic. Um, Just the fact that it's like you, you actually like edited holy shit with holy snot. Yeah. <clears throat> and then you talked to that airhead. Airhead? You, you talked to that airhead? <laughs> that, that was pretty impressive, actually. Yeah, that was a good one. But what are the chances, though, even though, like, you have the same, same movie, movie but a different, different line. line, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, uh, if you heard that noise in the background, I'm refilling on some Jefferson's Ocean H at Sea. So, is it an, act- is it an actual cork, or is it, what, are they, what is that? Just it's almost the same setup as uh, R.J. Henryson's bottle here. You got the cork, oh, okay. yeah, so, but, um, like I said, it's good. Like, I taste, the, even though I'm eating those dill things, I still taste some salt, though. So, I like it, actually. Mm. I think this is, yeah. Oh, well, something that you don't just like. I'm just glad because I was nervous as hell to buy buy a fucking mm-hmm. bottle, a whole bottle. You don't know if, how it's gonna mm-hmm. taste. And Dad's listening. He's like, "What about my J. Henry Sons?" Like, we'll, yeah, we'll drink some more of that. I'll do one more refill before the end of the show. We'll do some J. Henry Sons to close it out. But um, you should mix them and say J. Jefferson. Yeah. I don't want to fucking hit the high seas though. <laughs> so number twenty here. All right, all right, all right. Ah, uh, yeah. From Days and Confused. <clears throat> This TV line here confuses the fuck out of me, but yet it makes mm-hmm. sense at the same time if I would probably light it up. Yeah, all right, all right. Let's, uh, let's do it Mr. Greenbean style on the 50-yard line. <laughs> it's 
that, that was almost Matthew McConaughey mixed with George Bush here, and I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so that's a TV version, Mr. Green Bean style, though. I could, that kind of sticks out to me. Mm-hmm. But then I guess uh, if it's like a green bean that you're put. Anyways, the TV, or the original version is, uh, let's smoke a joint on the 50-yard line. Yeah. But that's weird, Mr. Green Bean style. Uh, yeah, I don't know, like, where they came up with that. Um, I guess I don't I've never heard of that smoking, like, yes... I've tried marijuana's a couple times. I've done some edibles too. Not a big deal, but uh, or vitamins. Let's say vitamins. We don't offend vitamins to the layperson. So, okay, Jerry Garcia. Yeah, yeah, far out, man. But uh, yeah, like green bean style. I've never heard that associated with like stoner stuff. Wow. But I guess if okay, if you look at a joint, you're rolling up. Okay, this is kind of comparable in size. Our pretzel here, kind of all wrapped and shit. And it's um, you know, depending the chronic's green. So maybe like Mr. Green Green. It's like a bean. Dill pickle. Like a, maybe like a French bean. Oh, a gherkin. Don't be jerking me around here. <laughs> Speaking of jerking gherkins, Professor T is up next to you. Speaking of jerking, this um, one I'll be, is uh, I'll be jerking. This one is from... Do so you uh, want have Days and Confused? I don't. I don't have that one. Okay, so we're sitting at five matches and one golden. Mm-hmm. All right. This one's from the movie uh, Breakfast Club. Oh, fuck, I guess this uh, my number five, probably. Let's see here, we uh, got the original line. Did you slip her the hot beef injection? Yeah. <laughs> and you didn't even have to, like, edit this. No, that's what's like, so funny. It's like, that you know, that's pretty of... innocent. You yeah, know? Like, you know, it's, uh, fuck, that's right? 80s, man. That it's... should have been the edit if you said, did you slip her the big fucking dick? Mm-hmm. Or your Italian sausage? Or I don't know. chorizo. Your dick, your cock. Yeah. Balls, whatever. Whoa, whoa. Um, Not to liberate it. Yeah, this is getting... No, but... It's getting fucking hot. He edited, or he... They edited that line with, Did you slip her the hot, wild affection? I got that for number five. <laughs> yeah. That's so... It's like, man, they're both pretty... I mean... Out of all the... St- like, the stuff that you... Elect- hot beef injection would be the edit that you should just... You could just left it. It just, what it gets me is what they do and don't allow, depending on the network and what's acceptable, what's not. <laughs> Obviously, so it wasn't fun. the same network that let uh, Casino say, you Jew money lover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they didn't like beef and Jews together. It's like, uh, I wouldn't say. kosher. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't kosher. <laughs> you kosher kite flying dreidel thrower? <laughs> See, that was all innocent words, though. You're taking it that way. <laughs> That was pretty bad, actually. I'm sorry. <laughs> Moving well, on. Uh, it's Jan Cooper today, too. It is not Jan Cooper, is it? Is it? No, that's in September, I thought. Yeah, what's the difference? Jan Skipper? <laughs> Jan Skipper, yeah. That wasn't kosher at all, but this will be kosher. Yeah, I'm going to have another sip. Okay. Well, he takes another sip. I'm going to enlighten you with the uh, Blade Trinity line here. You did have that one, though. For number five, yeah. The hot beef. Yep, yep. the hot be- the wild affection you're talking about? Of yeah, course. The, hot, the hot wild objection. Some ladies like that, so, but some ladies like to be called those too, not really. So this is uh, from Blade Trinity. Um, I know Professor T's a kind of mixed feelings on uh, Ryan and Reynolds. But yeah. uh, like this line, I don't care who you are, this is probably for creativity, you gotta give him a fucking A. Even though this is ranked at number 18. So the TV line is, you crock juggling chunder bump. Mm. You crock juggling chunder bump. And then for the movie version, he says, you cock, oh, sorry, you got too much uh, boss. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you cock juggling thunder. See you next Tuesday. 
So Chunder Bump, Thunder Sea next Tuesday. Definitely uh, um, yeah, quite a, an original. That That is probably one of the, you can't, like that's an A for effort right there. That is croc juggling, Thunder Jump. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Uh, so you don't even have that line. No, I don't have it. But uh, you'd agree that's uh, good. Yeah, solid. Mm-hmm. So what number are you on? Uh, 17. All right. So once we both hit 16, we'll take a quick uh, break uh, as per... Per policy. Per policy. Okay. Okay, you're up. All right. Um, the movie is from Sixteen Candles. Oh, actually, no. This is this is one that uh, wasn't even going to be on the list until probably uh, two or two and a half weeks ago. I was watching it. I happened to be on TV, mm-hmm. and it came up, and uh, I was in the background. I was playing it, and I just laughed my ass off because I knew what the line was supposed to be, and when they switched it with this line, I was like, oh, okay, that's. That's funny, and it was, so it was kind of cool just to see it like happen when I wasn't planning it or whatever. But uh, so on the bus, um, <clears throat> uh, Anthony Michael Hall's character goes. To, <laughs> he goes. He goes to Sam, and he goes, uh, "All right, just answer me one question." And she uh, interjects and says, "Yes, you're a total fag." And he goes, "It's <laughs> not the question." In the TV edited version, just answer me one question. She goes, "Yes, you're a total disease." <laughs> That's a big difference. It, uh, yeah, and it was like, oh wow, and it came out of nowhere, and I wasn't planning that, so uh, I just thought it was funny. It's worth, it's worth adding to the list. I thought. Plus, I like that movie. Uh, that's a great movie, another John Hughes film. Mm-hmm. And speaking of '80s references, if you like the '80s, and um, if you can't get out of it, because that was one of the best decades for music of all time, because uh, the '80s are big now. People like '80s. People even younger than me. Joy. Listen to that where you look at uh, in the 80s. I heard, I saw this. I'm not taking this, but it's fact because I heard it somewhere. Like, they're not listening from records in the 40s and the 60s, right? The 80s played the 80s. It's so obviously, Presti can say from experience, best one of the best decades for music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, another good uh, show if you like the 80s is uh, if you ever heard of the Goldbergs? Goldbergs, it's um, just a guy who's uh, pretty much telling about how he grew up and uh, in the 80s and uh, a lot of good 80s references in the show. You can stream it on Hulu. Uh, but they had a the last one of the last episodes I watched. They did they kind of did a spoof with sixteen candles. Read a sixteen candle party. Oh yeah, and, like shit that happened. The movie happened like an episode, like verbatim, like somebody getting stuck behind like the glass table, like Anthony and Michael Hall did. So, mm. but great TV show. Check it out. Uh, moving on, number seventeen here. Uh, this movie had a very controversial scene in it. Hashtag hair gel. Professor T knows I'm talking mm-hmm. about already. Mm-hmm. Uh, this Cameron Diaz was still good looking in this one. Frank and beans. <laughs> I almost get should fucking sound the thing now. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so there's something about Mary is the movie. Yep, in the TV version line was Frank and beans, Frank and beans. <laughs> and the original version was he was masturbating. He was masturbating. <laughs> so they took. Somebody uh, pleasured himself to Frankenbeans, Frankenbeans. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so. That, to me, is taking the lazy approach again. Mm. You know, like, masturbating, the best you could come up with is Frankenbeans that they already use in the movie mm. on a different part. Uh, yeah, with the zipper. So, that that's completely lazy. I hope that person uh, got fired over that. That's, uh, yeah, that's... Frankenbeans, Frankenbeans. Right. Uh, well, I don't have that one, but I'm, I'm d- disappointed that that even uh, is out there somewhere on TV. Baloney bopping, baloney bopping. I don't know. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Gherkin grabbing. Something. Uh, you want to take a He was shaking the gherkins, shaking the gherkins. Yeah, jerking gherkin. 
<clears throat> you want to take a break or are we? Uh, well, push? Did you got number sixteen? I didn't do number sixteen yet. All right, so we'll do number sixteen, then a quick break. All right. <clears throat> this um, this one's from a awesome Arnold Schwarzenegger movie from uh, the eighties. Do it now. Yeah, The Running Man. Oh yeah, I like that. That's another underrated movie. Yeah, and this is uh, this is a really really uh, great uh, movie edit. Um, just because it comes out of an old lady's mouth, but that's what makes it funnier. But um, I'll break the scene down. They, uh, the movie's uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's uh, putting his game show, and he's had, he's got these guys going after him. They're called stalkers, and then uh, citizens bet on who's going to kill who. Who's going to kill Arnold Schwarzenegger's character? And uh, it's like Ameri- it's like a game show, but it's like with real people and it's like American Gladiators with death cranked race. up a little bit yeah or yeah. that what's that Sega game they remember that Sega they had a game similar to that too Smash TV or something it was I don't know check it out mm. <laughs> shit well uh, anyway the uh, host is outside and he's uh, asking this lady uh, okay who's gonna be the uh, the next uh, the next stalker to make a kill and she goes, Ben Richards, which is Arnold Schwarzenegger's character. Maloney. And, he, and he goes, well, you can't pick him. He's a, he's a runner. You can't pick him. you got to pick a stalker. And she goes, no, I don't. I can pick who I want. And I pick Ben Richards. Who took everybody else off. And uh, she goes, he's one mean motherfucker. And in the edited, the TV version is, he's one mean mound of flesh. <laughs> I don't know why I find that funny. Mean mound of flesh? A mean mound of flesh. Yeah, like it's funny, but it's not funny. But somebody half-assed it, but I got away with it. I think that's great. Oh man, mean motherfucker, mean mound of flesh, good enough for me. He we'll is one mean melon farmer. In one mean mound of flesh. Yeah, you don't want to. I mean, melon farmers. Is he kinda... is one mean kimasabi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is um. The next one here is uh. You don't have a mound of flesh. No, I do not have that one. Dang. But I got my. This is. Everybody knows what my favorite favorite movie is of all time. This is top three, for sure. Obviously, it's not going to be number one, because we all know number one. Then number two. So, I guess maybe it's number three, Devil's Advocate. Just oh. got anything to do with baseball? Nope, because that's, like, that's either Top Gun or that movie okay. for number one. It's kind of like it depends on like, the mood I'm in. But this one, I'd say number three. Um, Kenny Loggins owned the soundtrack on this, as he did any of the 80s movies. But we're close. Um, he had a great cast. I'm going to go with the... I guess I got this going for me. I got Caddyshack. Mm. Love that movie. Hottest film in 1982. So the TV version. Uh, Rodney Dangerfield says, Hey everybody, let's take a shower. The film version. Hey everybody, let's get laid. Let's <laughs> <laughs> take a shower. Let's yeah, take a shower. Like, like kind of awkward and inappropriate, but like, People like, oh, shower, I guess, if you're a kid, you don't understand it. Yeah. But let's get laid. And then, even to think, I wouldn't even think twice about having to edit that. Uh, it's not like you said, let's go fuck. Let's take a shower. Yeah, let's get laid. So that was, you don't have any Caddyshack at all? No, nah, I wish. That's too bad. Newton. Mm. So, all right, we both did our number 16s here. Yep. So we're going to, Professor T's going to, Hit the high seas with some Jefferson bourbon yep, here. We're going to take a quick break. Speaking of Caddyshack. Anchors away. Yep. Uh, hit me with your best bourbon. Anchors away, but no. Um, we're going to do... Um, uh, 
Like I said, we gotta get refreshed here so we're not mumbling like idiots. And um, so enjoy this song. This is uh, probably very appropriate for what we just talked about. Hashtag Caddyshack, third greatest movie of all time. I'm all right. And the movie professors are back for our second half here for our very first episode of season three. Our top 30 favorite dub movie lines for TV. Uh, Professor T and I have picked, uh, I picked two gold matches, he picked three. Uh, our match count is nine and a half as a spread. Professor T said nine, I said nine and a half. And we're currently at six. Halfway to go here, we'll see what happens. Um, so. If you uh, would like a chance to win some free swag from Soda City Studios, check us out on the face pages and email us at movieprofessors at gmx.com. You can win some free swag, or maybe you can tell us to go fuck ourselves or something, or give us a compliment what we can do better, what we suck at, and uh, what we're good at, and maybe get some ideas you could give us. That'd be great. So, Professor T, what do you got here for your number 15? Oh, all right. Back on the 15. And I uh, broke broke out the... Um, oh, I got a, what is that? The, he hit the semen? Hot. I would hope not. Well, he just had some Jefferson, so he hit the high yeah, seas. Yeah, might be sea salt, I meant. Yeah. Yeah, he, he tapped into the Jefferson's ocean. Uh, it's got a burn on it, but uh, that's probably just my virgin throat. Burns uh, when I drink. So this movie's going to be from Police Academy. <clears throat> Damn, I just watched it the other day on TV. Yeah. Oh, nice bike! But that was the second one. Uh, 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 what's his name? Oh, fuck. I can't even remember that guy's name. Bobcat Goldthwait. I can't remember. He had like Zed. Zed. That's what yeah. it was, yeah. But uh, this, this uh, quote's uh, from the first one. Uh, the quote goes like this. Get on on your goddamn knees, asshole. And uh, the TV version goes... Get on your gosh darn knees, egg roll. <laughs> Damn, I didn't see that. Uh, yeah. That's one a... of my favorite movies of all time. Top ten for me. Yeah. Mahoney. <laughs> but that, that would have been um, high, not high, but Tackleberry, right? Tackleberry, yep. Yeah, because it was funny because like, when they were doing it, it was kind of like a like, scenario-based type thing where like... Uh, oh, the window version? Yeah. Window? Yeah. yeah. Where, uh, that going, was... I got the stereo. I'm coming into the window. Yeah. When you tried to get Hook to do it first. Yeah, it's like yeah. Freeze! This is a stick up. Oh, Hooks! Yeah, Hooks. She was. She, I think she just passed away within the last year. Sit down. Go, 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 go. He calls Tackleberry after, and he fucking lays it. Uh, yeah, he's like, drop the stereo. Uh, boy, goddamn nuts off, no nuts or something. <laughs> whatever it was, it was like Tackleberry. We really got to talk. Freeze! Drop the goddamn stereo for you. Fuck blood. Jesus, this goddamn ocean's already got me fucking uh, catching a rogue wave. Blow your goddamn nuts off, asshole. Mm. Great movie. Um, yep. Actually, great I movie. not so great bourbon. They filmed it, um, I think it was uh, like one of our favorite shows, uh, 21 Jump Street. I think Vancouver, British Columbia is where they filmed that movie. Police Academy? Mm-hmm. Really? Because you get that metropolitan look, but yeah. yeah. Probably not as expensive as shooting in downtown uh, any other. Los Angeles or American New York. City. Anything, anything America. Fuck yeah. that. Good luck. Yeah. 
You could probably shoot it in Amro. Yeah. I don't think uh, Amro needs a Metropolitan Police Force. Um, so number 15 here. One of the hottest movies from the 80s. Or maybe just in our eyes. For me and Professor T. Weird Science is the movie. Ah. Oh. Yeah. The TV version. I'm not talking candle wax on their pimples. <laughs> yeah, so you see that in TV. Because the first time I ever saw this movie was TV. And like, like that's weird, but didn't think twice about it. Actually, so you got to do a little substitution there. So the, the movie version is, I'm not talking candle wax on their nipples. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. I didn't put any weird science in here, though. Oh, man, miss no. I know. Oh man, Kelly the Brock. Was weird times, John Hughes. Yeah, everyone's gonna make sense because he got the same. Any John Hughes film, the same characters, regardless. Mm. Somehow, they're they're kind of repurposing as something else, but they're yeah. always the same actors. Yeah, and the uh, if you ever look at like locale, you know, it's always around the Chicago, Chi Town area, Sherman Oaks, mm-hmm. Sherman Oaks, representing. Yeah, uh, I got number fourteen. So this is one that I. I use Scarface. There's like three lines on here, mm-hmm. just because there's so many in the movie that I didn't want to uh, have five different numbers for one. So I just kind of condensed them all into one. But uh, well, like if you a- if you have any of these, I guess we'll count them as one. Um, so um, one of them, one of the movie lines from the original says, "Why don't you try to stick your head up your ass?" The TV version. Why don't you try to stick your head up your toilet? <laughs> stick your head up your toilet? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> you know, man? Another, another line in the movie. Uh, it's when he's over at Sosa's house, and he's sitting down having lunch, and you know that one guy who gets thrown out of the helicopter? Omar, yeah. Well, I don't, Omar I don't really finished. like Omar. Yeah. I don't really like him. You know? Um, so he's sitting down, and he's like, let me, let me do the talking. You got that? He goes, do you understand me? He goes, hmm. Okay, fuck you. How's that? And uh, but in the edited version, he goes, "Okay, drop dead. How's that?" <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, well, he my, does drop dead, though. Yeah, well, yeah, hang dead. Uh, my favorite, my favorite line, when they're uh, driving around in the car, and uh, he's got that uh, detonator, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Tony Montana's like, "I don't kill no children, and no no women, and no children," and he's like, "No, nah, they're gonna die," and uh. Uh, Al Pacino shoots him in the head and says, "You die, motherfucker!" In the TV version, "You die, button pusher." Yep. So that's a good one. Yeah. That's a yeah. Shoot, die. You die, button pusher. I got I got one coming later. Yeah, yeah. I know that one. I know that one. Yeah, tough guy. Mm. <laughs> so uh, for my next movie, I'm just gonna play a little clip. Um, to get you in the thinking, right? Or get you in the mood. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much, Miss Lippy. No, I said that (laughs) because... He is Billy Madison. Whoa, player. whoa, whoa, whoa. What I don't understand is the kid's got a responsibility. You don't just go out there and look for it for an hour and call it quits. You get your fucking ass out there and you find that fucking dog. Let's hear what he says. <laughs> uh, this is a live. Um, 
Yeah, so we got Billy Madison on the TV here. So we're waiting here. Let's see what Billy Madison has to say. See, complete, just blurted out yeah. the whole, the cheap version. Who is this? TBS Comedy Channel? Comedy Central. <laughs> yeah. Well. So we waited. Everybody in the hook. You guys are waiting. As something we mentioned from the intro. Yeah, they half-assed that shit. It's not you find that fun dog. No, it's you find. You find it. that furry dog. Yeah, that'd you could have did anything. Yeah. Like I could have came up with something on on the spot, sitting on the toilet, and I could have been better than just having a blank. Gap uh, in the quote, you know. If you find that unhappy dog, <laughs> you find that rabid dog. You find that funny dog. Like something. There's so many different <laughs> ways you could have gone. So, yeah, we kind of had a breaking news there because we thought maybe it'd be something funny, but again, uh, Comedy Central let us down. So as you heard, goodbye horses. You're like, where's he going with this? So, obviously, Science of the Lambs is my movie. The TV version. This is a. Uh, Buffalo Bill. Mm-hmm. Would you marry me? <laughs> I would marry me. I'd marry me so hard right now. <laughs> Obviously, the movie version. Would you fuck me? I would fuck me. I'd fuck me so hard right now. I, I'm really bad at the voice. I'm trying this for... Trying. Yeah, you should have did it in a Boston accent. <laughs> <laughs> would you fuck me? <laughs> That's too fucking hard, dude. Yeah, I can't dude, fucking I'm... do it. I ain't no fucking killer. I don't know fucking cannibal. Buffalo Bill. Hey, you the fucking cocksucker. So, yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. He's probably sloppy. Yeah, he's, he's so sloppy. He can't even park his fucking car. Um, so, do we have Silence of the Lambs at all? No, I I thought know. maybe for sure, because Professor T can nail, he nails the voice of Buffalo Bill. I did it. I sound like a fucking moron. Professor no, T does no, it. It's no, like no. I'm like listening to the fucking movie. Would you fuck me? I know, I... Because now you got pressure on you, but like yeah, the one we talked about, how many episodes ago? A little size nine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, so pretty. That's beautiful. <laughs> Could you help me over here, ma'am? I'm going to get in my van. You saw this. Oh, yeah, sure. Well, just go ahead and jump back in there. That's it. A little bit further. Oh, shit. That's beautiful. <laughs> um, yeah, so Science of the Lambs, as he hears, sound like jackasses. Yep. Got a refill in our bourbon here. We're going back you to the J. J. Henry? Yeah, because I did some, you know, I hit the seeds for a couple. You uh, got your sea shots. legs, and he's going back with, uh, what is that, yeah. Jack Henry? J. J. Henry. I don't know. Let's see if it gives us the. Just, uh, I think his name is Jack, it looks like, from here now. Come to think of it. Hmm. So the J. Henry and Sons. So who knows, because like bourbon and whiskey, that's a Kentucky thing, you know, and now we got uh, Wisconsin straight bourbon whiskey is a thing, so here's to you, Dad. Mm. All right, Professor T, what do you got? Well, I got number 13, and uh, back to the casino. What'd you read? Maybe you should have some some J. Henry's there washing down. I know, I got a... Well, I got some... some I got some sea spray left. Get your sea legs still going. 
Um, Lieutenant Dan? This one's right. <laughs> this is uh, Casino. The uh, movie lines goes like this. Fuck you. Fuck you, Sam Rothstein. Fuck you. TV version. Freak you. Freak you, Sam Rothstein. Freak no, you. No, Temple Cope. I thought I forgot. Like, forget you. Forget you. Well, you know. That might be coming. I don't know if I put that one in there. Because you know, like, uh, yeah, Casino and Scarface literally had probably, a, you could do 50 a piece on. The like, who has more F4s? It's a horse. Of, I bet you that'd be pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. Freak you. know, you got the look in your eyes. You haven't had fun in like a year. Uh, hey, Jose. <laughs> Sorry, like you haven't been had fun in a long time. Uh, <laughs> that's if I did the TV version. They probably just edit the fuck out now, though. So yeah, yeah. I wonder what he say about the DS brothers. Yeah, yeah. Also, that movie Scarface. Well, which forget the DS brothers and forget you. There was uh, Richard Belzer. You see younger Richard Belzer there. It's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Actually, he doesn't have dyed hair and wears uh we still have the glasses. He always has like yeah, the, the glasses. Tint- yeah, the yeah. tinted glasses. But yeah. transition glasses. Yeah, yeah. He was funnier That's back then. You. But no, kid. So here, since we just did Silence of the Lambs, I'm on to number twelve, National Lampoon's Vacation. Uh, number twelve. Professor T is kind of getting excited. We'll see here. So the first time I saw National Lampoon's Vacation, it actually was a TV version. I think it was on the Superstation or something. But the TV version, I thought this was the original version when I saw this as a kid. Because uh, uh, Chevy Chase, he's uh, Clark, also known as Clark, those are all his lo- uh, lost in uh, the inner cities of uh, St. Louis. And the, well, come on, like when you watch the movie and it says like MLK Drive, whatever that he's hitting. Mm-hmm. Just my experience, I'm not trying, I'm not racist, just the facts are any community, which is MLK, Martin Luther King Drive, uh, it's. What's racist is they give them the shit in neighborhoods. They give more MLK the shit in neighborhoods. So anywhere you go, you gotta like lock your doors with the MLK drive. But anyways, he stops to ask a uh, person of color directions, and then he goes on the TV version. Who do I look like? Christopher Colombo. Mm. Pretty long line there. Funny. Makes sense. The real version. Fuck your mama. That's what he just says. Fuck your mama. Thank you very much. Uh, what it is, Holmes? But like yeah. how he, like it's just amazing how they got that much shit into that three line, like yeah. three words. Yeah. yeah excuse me. Uh, can you tell me how to get uh, back on the expressway? Who do I look like? Chris, oh, yo, mama. Yeah, who do I look like? Christopher Columbo? Yeah. Who do I look like? Christopher Columbo? I can't. Uh, I can't believe they fit that in there. Yeah. I thought that was part of the movie because it was funny though. It made sense. Right. And it, it, it's it's even funnier that like you have to actually think outside the box to like they hand you a line say. We need you to edit this line. <laughs> Fuck your mama. Come up with something that we can use. And you come back with, who do you think, who do I look like, Christopher Colombo? Makes sense. You probably got a raise that day. Because <laughs> um, you got the inner cities, probably East St. Louis, questionable neighborhood. You know, and uh, regardless of the racing, okay, inner community, or the inner city, like the education system's not the best. Christopher Colombo, that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. And nobody's mom gets disrespected. <laughs> and I bet you people at school were like, oh, what, who's Christopher Colombo? Mm-hmm. I heard it in a movie. Yeah, he flew, it was like something about the Titanic. Uh, wasn't he a, I thought he was a mob. I could do uh, a homer in Columbus, though. I've got it, I, I've got it for number three, so that was really high up there for me. So, and I have it for 12. All right, so we're at number seven for total matches. Um... For my next one, 
You got to go all the way to the Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard that in 20 years. Yeah. Um, Samuel Jackson. Another Damn movie. Damn right. Another movie where uh, pretty much if, if you see that on TV, you're going to get um, almost every line that he says is edited. Because he uses MF and, and, and ninjas all the time in that movie. But uh, this one, there's someone who's uh, going into his apartment, mm-hmm. trying to, and uh, he, he comes up behind him, he goes, freeze, motherfucker! <laughs> but in the TV version, he goes, freeze, moldy fingers! Freeze, moldy fingers, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so that, was a, that was a pretty creative one. I, I got one coming up for you here. All right, but it's uh, that's my number nine. So I'm on number 10, 11 though. I'm on eleven, so I got to wait a little bit for. You're on number eleven. Much. Yeah. So this movie is uh, oh, lady, these you got uh, two amazing comedians of our time. You got Gene Wilder and uh, <laughs> Richard Pryor. See no evil, hear no evil. I don't care who you are. That movie is fucking great. And if you don't laugh, you're an asshole. And don't have a funny bone in your body. Ironically, um, Gene Wilder has a name in the movie Dave Lyons. So, him and then Wally was played, obviously, by Richard Pryor. So, Dave Lyons says, because I think they're eating ice cream at this part. But he goes, uh, Dave says to Wally, what's the first thing that pops in your brain? And then the TV version, Wally responds, Pasta! So, if you watch that, and I have never seen the edited version, I've seen the regular version. So, the regular version, so Dave Lyons asks uh, to Mr. Wally, uh, what's the first thing that pops in your brain? Wally responds, Punani, but it's not Punani, if you get what I'm saying. So, Punani? Pa- pasta, yeah, pasta and pussycats, you know, so. Mm-hmm. We say fuck, we say shit, we say cock, but we can't say the other one. I guess we're, we're gentlemen. gentlemen. We're yeah, gentlemen. gentlemen. Yes. Uh, we're a class act. So, you got that one at all? Or no, No, I don't have any pasta. But you're like, that's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that leads me to my number 11. And uh, this is the Kevin Bacon movie. It's uh, Tremors. That was, yeah, I like that movie, the first one. They so, got a little bit crazy as the, the Tremors went on. This is uh, one of the first movies that I ever recognized... Um, an edit was mm. being done um, watching the movie and then seeing uh, seeing it on TV and waiting for the line to come up that I know he says and listening to watching his mouth on TV say the word you can read his lips but what came out of it was so far from what he was supposed to say is hilarious mm. because it, he, he says it very elongated yells it excitedly so like you read his lips, not even the same, not even the same word. Um, so in the movie, uh, they kill one of the tremors, fucking squish it on the ground, things all cracked open or whatever, and they're celebrating. And Kevin Bacon yells, "Fuck you!" Oh, that's what. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. TV version, same thing happens. He goes and he yells. Fooled you, <laughs> but the word his mouth doesn't change from saying fuck. You can just see it, and it, it, and the when fooled comes out, it, it doesn't even look like he said it. It's hilarious. It's the probably one of the funniest ones. Uh, that's a good pick. Um, yeah. Speaking of tremors, the the person that introduced me to the movie Tremors, uh, 
Yeah, they got us a suburban here. Mm-hmm. My dad. Yeah, I remember watching it. Like I think it was on USA Network, but yeah, that was a good movie actually. Yeah. If I watch any more Kevin Bacon films, I might <laughs> turn into Kevin Bacon. I know, it used to be that commercial, whatever, with Kevin Bacon as Kevin Bacon. Yeah. And then Doris Ford knocked it off. <laughs> Go figure. Said, oh, yeah. those bastards. Uh, Kevin Bacon, though, he's kind of an ageless wonder right now. I don't know if it's like the plastic surgery, or maybe he's taking good care of himself, but his face really hasn't changed. No, I mean, yeah, I know he's, uh, he's living the farm life. Mm. He's doing farming. It's good for him. Yeah, he's got goats and stuff. I see him on. Yeah, there was just a horror movie that was released with him during COVID. I'm drawing a blank right now. Like uh, you should leave or something. I think it was called. Mm-hmm. I remember yeah when it came out because like because like there's no movies playing in theaters and it was like twenty bucks to like stream it. I'm like I'm not gonna pay twenty bucks. I think I actually ended up paying twenty bucks to stream the movie because my my wife wanted to see it. Um, but it was actually a decent horror movie, so they get like get this house in, like in the middle of nowhere. I think it was in, like Europe or something like that, because uh, maybe because their job or something like that. But like it, uh, like the house is like kind of like I don't know, it's like trapped by spirits or something like that, and has a mind of its own. But you learn the interesting truth about Kevin Bacon that you don't expect in that movie. Like he's not what he cracks. Like it's uh, like everybody has their secrets, but that that that's kind of like the Moral of the story, but it, not bad. So we're going to crack the top ten here. Mm-hmm. And we got a guy we mentioned before. you damn right, Samuel L. Jackson. This movie, I don't know how it got made. And I uh, had to drink a lot to really enjoy it, but it's still funny. Probably if you had, you had some vitamins, this would be hilarious. You know what I'm talking about? So we got snakes on the plane. Mm-hmm. So the TV version Samuel Jackson says this. Like if you don't even laugh at this, like I don't know, you got no fucking sense of humor. But Samuel Jackson near the end of the, end of the movie says, "I've had it with these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday through Friday plane." <laughs> like that itself is a tongue twister in itself. Yeah. yeah. And then obviously, if you know the movie, I'm sick of these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. Monkey fighting snakes in a Monday through Friday plan. That that's creative though. Like, like I've never I've never seen the TV version until I did my research for this because I remember motherfucking playing. Mm-hmm. And like, there's no way he fucking said. There's no way, you know. And then I watched it. Like, I, yep, he did say that. One of the some network edited it to that. So. Yeah. Well, I like it. I had it for number eight. You, you had the same line. Mm-hmm. Almost a golden match. So we're at the eight for uh, matches and we got one golden so we'll be close here mm-hmm. all right professor t it's on you all right i know you're gonna have this one because this is your movie let's say throw the cork down with that anger that's a solid cork what is that wood oh rubber let the record show that people are like wow he's been pouring his glass a lot is he just fucking slamming it no I've been pretty responsible here. We got uh, like his Heaven Hill glass we're drinking out here from Professor T's um, uh, Fine China. Mm. The whole Heaven Hill glass. There's no spy plane here. Yeah, yeah, no uh, Chinese uh, balloons. balloons or nothing like that. Uh, uh, Joe Biden's not my president, but uh, no, it's I got a mark here at uh, two ounces. Mm-hmm. See, so that's it's like a shot, but I've been sipping them. You know what you could do is you could go like this, and it'd be like if it was on the ocean. Mm-hmm. I'm not drinking Jefferson's. But if you did, 
But if I did, yeah, I'd be, be like doing J, yeah, J. Henry in the ocean. J.B. Bourbon, J. Henry. Coincidence, I don't think that. J.B. Jefferson. So you shouldn't, even though you got some Jefferson, though, I think you'd really like this stuff better, probably. Well, we'll see. You know, I'm not the bourbon guy. Like I said, that's my thing. But we like the bourbon thing, like I said, it might, even though I'm J.B. Bourbon, I've been coined as that. My hops thing has been getting weaker, so I've been expanding my horizons a little bit, not being such a pasta and going out and pushing myself. Not like crazy, having a few sips and trying things, and I haven't gotten a reaction, so maybe I'm cured of that. Maybe it was like a curse from my, you know, through my 20s into my early 30s, so I don't become an alcoholic. I don't know. All right. Because I used to drink Milwaukee ice like an absolute boss all the time after work. Well, that'll give you an allergy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I probably, I had it coming. Because I remember drinking a six-pack of Best Ice every time we had our second shift, yeah. playing Call of Duty in Battlefield. That was so hard to keep the controller held up, but... Oh, damn. <laughs> what do you got, Professor T? So this one I know is going to be on your list. Um, it's from The Big Lebowski. <laughs> one of the greatest movies of all time. This, yeah. this is my, probably my top five. Is this, the, is this a John Goodman line? Yeah. You see, see what happens, Larry? <laughs> was re- yeah, re- re- why don't you read the TV version? Because that'd be just throw people off. All right. The TV version goes, You see what happens, Larry, when you find a stranger in the Alps? When you find a stranger in the Alps. Is he destroying a Corvette? Smashing the guy's car. You got, oh, you got the real uh, line? I don't have the real line, but the real line, obviously, is for everybody at home is, This is what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass, Larry. Were you fucking stranger in the ass? And they were just like, he was teeing off on that Corvette. Yep. Oh my, yeah, because I, I didn't know that, because I had never seen the TV version until that part. Mm-hmm. Or looking about the sign, and I'm like, that's fucking great. Because I thought that was funny when he just, yeah, he takes the baseball bat and just beats the shit out of that fucking Corvette. <coughs> that's a good pick. I have it for number two. Whoa. But, you know, like the dude abides. I had to check out my notes here because I thought I had some, like, something else they said, too. All right, so Stranger in the Alps. Let me see here. Oh, wait, I guess there's another version, too, because we got, this is what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps. I guess. I guess. Do you see what happens, Larry, when you fix a stranger's scrambled eggs? <laughs> I guess that's another version from some other network. But I'm like, that's great. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> so if you haven't seen The Big Lebowski, definitely a good movie to check out. Uh, it's different. It's like another required taste, but definitely worth the watch. Mm-hmm. All right, Don, you're, on, you're next. So number nine here, I got Half-Baked. So for half-baked, the TV version is, because I actually run backwards here, so I got to reverse it. Yeah, sloppy print here. Have you ever sucked feet for weed? Have you ever sucked feet for weed? That's the TV version. The movie version is, have you ever sucked dick for marijuana? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what's worse. (laughs) <laughs> I'm from addiction, man. Yeah. Guess you don't have the... No, I didn't have that half-baked. Uh, what the hell? Number nine. 
number nine for me. Um, history check here. This is the uh, this movie supposedly is the first uh, time that the version of uh, melon or the word melon farmer was used. What to, number you got? Nine. Okay. In uh, one of my favorite movies, Repo Man. Oh yeah, I saw that. I saw the Repo one. Yeah. Um, Honorable mention. Yeah. So I mean, the line you know, Bud is uh, played by um, Jesus Christ, Harry Dean Stanton, mm-hmm. and uh, he gets fired from his job as a Repo Man. And he's uh, going off on his boss, and he's like, "Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, motherfucker!" But in the mo- uh, the the TV version, he goes, uh, "Flip you, flip you, yeah. you flipping melon farmer." <laughs> so, and it was a little bit of a historical, because I mean, melon farmer was like never used before, and after that, I don't know how many times it's been used in it. For a while, so many different movies, you know. Like the '90s, that was huge to edit anything with melon farmer. Yeah. Yeah, Die Hard used it for pretty much everything. Hashtag foreshadow. Yeah. You don't got the Repo no, Man? No, no, that was like a, cause I love Repo Man, but that was like a, if we went a little more than 30, that would have been on the list for sure. Mm-hmm. That's what I was Good soundtrack too, if you're into the uh, punk music. Oh yeah, like that was, uh, that was like uh, the, I'll, this is where we beat to death in the last show, the oh. quintessential punk soundtrack for all those groups, like any punk band, was mm-hmm. Repo Man. It's like gr- grunge, perfect. Like for the crow? Mm-hmm. For grunge? So, we already got the departed for number eight. So, number seven, the usual suspects. Number seven. I strate- strategically place this here for you. Mm-hmm. This has made a couple of our shows before. So, the TV version says Hand me the keys, you fairy, fairy godmother. Came with the keys of Fairy Godmother. That's a TV version. The original version, or the OG. Hand me the keys, you fucking cocksucker. Or hand me the keys, cocksucker. Hand yeah, me the keys, you fucking cocksucker. Hand me the keys, you fucking cocksucker. Yeah, so. Hand me the keys, you fucking cocksucker. Because I think that was actually our last show again, but. You got that one? Oh, yeah, I got it. Number five. Number five. I'm a Fuck it, that's close enough, but mm-hmm. um, we gotta hear some pineapple juice. Yeah. So seven, six, five, all match for me. So we're on. We got shit. We got ten matches. So we're in ten already. We're gonna. So, like, so, we're so gonna we cover the spread that. for both of us. Uh huh. And we'll definitely break it. I think we might match the next. Yeah, the, uh, there's a possibility to match the rest of. Because my stranger in the Alps is the number two. Oh shit. So we got. Uh, I got number four, number three, number one still on the board here. And which one did you just did? Um, I just did my number eight. So it's on me already again? I'm on me. No, I'm on, I'm on me. I'm back, testing. Yeah, okay, back, it's on your professor to, to number seven. Uh, got another casino one here just because there's so many. Fucking A. But uh, Sharon Stone. You money-loving kite flyer. Sharon Stone uh, delivers a pretty funny one. And this was actually... Uh, um, brought up by uh, someone that we work with. Brought this one up, and I told him I was like, "Hey, you know, I'm gonna do the edited version." He's like, "I go, casino's got a fucking shit ton." And he goes, "Oh, you remember this line?" And he said it. And I was like, All right, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna add it to the list. It's, it's a good one." But uh, so Sharon Stone, you know, she ends up kind of hooking up with Joe Pesci, Lucky. who is Sam's friend in the movie. So that was similar to what's that one movie? Sharon Stone, or the Ice Pick? Basic Instincts. 
same time yeah yeah when she lucky was, yeah yeah and uh so she gets all pissed off because he doesn't want to help her out and she's like or that she's yelling at uh sam rossing because he's uh, uh accusing her of being promiscuous and he goes she goes in the movie who blew you in the parking lot yeah tv version who knew you in the parking lot who knew you <laughs> that's pretty safe yeah that's a good one yeah, who blew you in the parking lot? Well, who knew you in the parking lot? I think Sharon Stone just turned uh, 63. I, it was within the last year I saw something on the interwebs or something like that. Sharon Stone turned 63. Mm-hmm. And I must say, maybe she's had plastic surgery. Or no, she doesn't she use her lotion or something, but because she looks pretty good for her age. I would definitely maybe use my help ass on her. Maybe. Well, maybe she's listening. Maybe yeah. <laughs> Sharon, so if you're listening, reach out to MovieProfessors at yeah, GMX.com. <laughs> MovieProfessors at GMX.com. Leave a comment, your phone number, pick, whatever. You probably could get some free candles out of the uh, deal. Free swag. Who knew you in the Soda Studio Candy Studios? I can't say because he's so excited. I was like, I gotta get that ocean in me. I'm yeah. sorry that you, like, you don't, you, you, cause it, it was, it's all this stuff right here, mm. the Jefferson's bourbon, you're like, mm, you're kind of in the middle there. Well, it's a weird... Uh, I, don't, I think it doesn't help, though, because, like... The pickles? I, don't, I like the pickle uh, pretzels, but maybe because you read stuff online. Because maybe, like, devil's advocate, like an unconscious bias because you read about it, and that's what people... Like, a couple of people say this, like, oh, this tastes like this, or this sucks, or this misses this. So it's kind of the back of your head. Okay, I spent the money on this, and you haven't tasted it yet, so maybe that's why it kind of doesn't so-so. For me, I didn't read nothing out of this stuff. I was completely surprised. I thought it wasn't bad. Well, I'm more. I mean, you could you could say it tastes like shit. I don't. I won't take offense. No, I I, I like it actually. I'm more of a beer guy. Yeah. So it's like Professor T. You know, if like you need any help with your uh, brewskis, your hops, and all that stuff, yeah. Professor T's your guy. You want different styles of beers? I mean, let me uh, know. and then obviously since uh, over the last two years, I've been JV Bourbon, so I got you covered there. Yeah. So we're at Mia again already. So this movie. So as you look at the shirt I'm wearing here, I got my Cleveland Indians shirt, which is another gift from Professor T. He got it from the local thrift store. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got because when I got this, and I was like wearing it for Christmas, my dad goes, you know, somebody probably had to die to get that for you to get that shirt or something. Like Someone to donate their shit. Like it was funny, but yeah. So I got my Cleveland Indians baseball shirt on because we got spring training coming up within the next week here. Pitchers and catchers reporting for everything. I think uh, Guardians, which is bullshits Indians. But they're reporting on the 17th. They're like the last thing to report. So this is our last month without baseball here. And then I think at the end, it's like, like the last couple of days in February into March is when we start spring training. So it's like Christmas for me. Mm-hmm. But my tangent, so number four, one of my favorite movies of all time, uh, Major League. So the TV version, uh, Corbin Benson, a.k.a. Roger Dorn, says this. Like, it's so bad, though, like on TV, how it's edited. Strike this guy out! Yeah! That's what they say on the TV. Now, the original version, Corbin Benson says, Dorn, not Dorn, but he goes, Juan, I only got one thing to say to you. Strike this motherfucker out! Perfect, you know, get you fired up. So. Yeah, I sounded actually just like him too. You're welcome. Like, I just watched that movie. Shoot. Cleveland Indians hashtag my baseball team. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
You don't have that one? No, I, I don't. thought you would maybe. No, I yeah, no, I. I yeah, but I, no one made you like at that time. Yeah, that was me. yours. Yeah, I wasn't gonna. Like that was piggyback. Obviously, I got the shirt. I got the hat. Yeah, I, I did. Uh, I did my due diligence here on this next one though. I know it's on your list. It's from uh, Die Hard, the second one. Oh, what number is it? Number six. Number six. Fuck, so close. The classic. Die Hard John McClane Yippie Kaye motherfucker and the Die Hard TV <laughs> Pardon that. The, in the TV version, it's Die Hard. There's two versions. Yep, I got the two versions. Die That's Hard uh, or the I got it for number three, but yeah. First version uh, version Yippie Kaye Mr. Falcon. Yep. But it's Yippie Kaye Mr. Falcon. Or Yippie Kaye Kimosabi. Yep, I got both actually right now. <laughs> yeah, I got it. So that brings us to 11, 11 um, regular matches and one golden. Uh, I'm surprised we got so many. Actually, yeah, I'm, yeah, we did more than I thought we'd get here. Obviously, we covered the spread for both of us. And I'm down on my last one. My last one. This You are? Yeah. Oh, oh, because you matched your top three already? Yeah. So the funny thing about this line is, I think if you, so obviously we're in season three. We've been around for a couple of years now. So we know a thing or two about movies. But I remember, because our first episode ever, our inaugural episode, if you're an asshole, how we word it, uh, we, it was our top 80s action movies. And this line came out with this movie that kind of got us on the map. And then I think I said something too in the show, how if you need help with your selection on fresh melons and your fresh produce, uh, Professor T can help you with your melon selection. Mm-hmm. So I got the line here, like I got the edited version recorded in my phone right now. My number one. Where'd you get that beauty scar, tough guy? Eating pineapple. Where'd you get that beauty scar, tough guy? Eating pineapple. Which is also, ironically, I watched an AMC today too. And that uh, just got, uh, let's see, that like we joked about like they called a just half ass edit it, same thing. But at one time, like I said, where'd you, get, where'd you get that beauty scar, tough guy? Eating pineapple? People had a sense of humor and they could do shit eating pineapple. So, for my number one movie that boy in all time, because Professor T's, like he said back in season one, he's eating plenty of pineapples and not once has he gotten a scar. Yep, that's never happened. He's working on his first car, he said, but trying. He, it's hard. So, he hasn't gotten a scar yet. So, for my number one, Came close. I mean, I would say maybe you get road rash, but not yeah. scars. What do you got that for? I got my number one. So it's a golden match. That there. was a guaranteed number one. That was a guarantee because like yeah. we just knew, like even when we talk about this beforehand, like this is always an inside joke between us for like the longest time. Hashtag pineapple juice for our mm-hmm. golden match song. So I guess just so we don't stiff the viewers. I tried to add that. Oh, because he got his ass kicked, but. <laughs> Run for the law, run for the law, man. You'll lose every time. So we got two golden matches. How, did you say two or did I, I say said two? three? I said golden. two. Did you? Oh. I said two. You said three. So I, I got the win there, and then we're already at eleven for matches. Yeah, I only had nine for the match. I got two left. To so uh, yeah, so Professor T's gonna close out the show here. What do you got, Professor T, for your last two here? Well, for uh, number four, I had uh, one from Total Recall. The original Total Recall, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, the obviously. remake isn't horrible, but like it's all right. Yeah. It's more of a rental. 
if I had the option to go original, I'd pretty much do that with everything. So, but one uh, day all will be revealed. Yeah. Uh, this is when uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Remember when he leaves that briefcase by the phone, and that old lady picks it up, and he comes back down and he tries to grab it from her. Yeah. She's like, "Lady, please, it's mine. Give it to me." And she's like, "It's mine. I found it." And then he takes it from her, and he goes. She goes to him in the movie. Come back here, you asshole. TV version. Come back here, you steroid. Yep, I remember reading about that when I was looking at movie lines. Come back I mean, here, you steroid. And that's like saying, uh, "Wow, well, okay. the casserole." Yeah, that's like calling him out. Like everybody knows you took the juice. Yeah, like call him a steroid. Even uh, even though I I don't mind uh, Colin Farrell as an actor, like the Total Recall remake, doesn't hold a candle to the original. Oh, I wouldn't be, imagine it would. Uh, number Even two, I own it, but number two, this this one uh, came out of nowhere, um, and was fi- uh, funny too because it's one of my favorite Christmas movies, and uh, I didn't even know that it had ever been on TV. So when I heard this line, I'm like, holy shit, that's almost almost as as good as the pineapple. So this one, I'm I'm I'm, I'm right here. Came out of nowhere and jumped up to number two overall. Uh, the movie's Bad Santa. Bad, I love Bad Santa. <laughs> That's the reason why I actually, because uh, disclaimer here, I use our movie professors at GMX uh, sometimes to get like, you know, when because you, you can get like uh, for different um, streaming services, you can get like, a, you know, like a free week or a free month, you know, under, you know, certain email addresses. And I, obviously my, my personal email, I've used a thousand times over the last, you know, 10, 15 years. So I use our movie professors at GMX sometimes to get a free thing because I just did Showtime for Christmas so I could get the free movie professors and then when I try to cancel it um, I said like and they ask you all these you know reasons why I said you know because it costs too much so they gave me an extra month free but now Showtime's uh, uh, merging with Paramount Plus I already have Paramount Plus so I'm like I canceled it for like the end of this month so but bad Santa so I'm looking forward to hearing this what he got mm-hmm uh, so this one's uh, Bernie Mac talking to uh, Marcus in the uh, movie, and <clears throat> the, he tells him to get Billy Bob Thornton's character uh, out of. He's passed out in the chair in the mall. He tells him to pick him up and get him outside in the car while he handles the crowd. And uh, Marcus, he think he pissed himself too. He's that fucked part. up. He pissed yeah. himself. He's shit faced like usual. And uh, Marcus is like, you know, I'm three foot tall. How do you expect me to do that? You wanted me to, you, you got a miracle, I'm, I'm a midget, or whatever. So uh, Bernie Mac goes to him, he goes, you got some lip, in the, this is in the, in the uh, movie, this is the original version, you got some lip on you, midget. And Marcus goes, well, these lips was on your wife's pussy last night. Huh. TV version, you got some lip on you, mister. Well, these lips were on your wife's pudding last night. Pudding, yeah, it makes sense. Pudding pasta. I, I lost it when I when I when I heard that. It was that's so funny to me. I, but yeah, yeah, that's it. That's the that's the that's, list. That's our top thirty uh, dub TV uh, TV movie lines for TV. Mm-hmm. So we had uh, totals in here. We had eleven matches with two gold matches. So I won that one. Um, so, like, something we talked about for March here, because, you know, March Madness, but obviously our Halloween uh, Monster Madness flopped for listens, so we're, we're not going to go that route again. Even though we had fun doing it, obviously, you know, this show is for you guys, too, a little bit. 
because we do care about our listeners for the little that we have. Uh, so next month we're going to go in a completely different direction. Uh, Professor T, you want to talk about that real quick? Are we, are we talking about WrestleMania? Yeah, because uh, uh, WWE, or as Professor T and I went, we grew up for many years. That's WWF. World Wrestling Federation. Because the weird thing was, because I, I remember as a kid too, using the dial-up interwebs, which took forever to cack and a pin in the ass. So if you don't know about that, that was a not fun to deal with. But uh, WWF.com was always a fun thing to check out because I loved wrestling. And then I remember on the Titantron, everybody at their entrance, there was like a little thing on the cage or like the things around the tight on the middle it said wwf.com if you did wwf wwf.org you obviously got the world wildlife federation there's a lawsuit from them i don't know um 20 plus years ago if not longer where they sued them and now then uh, wwf had to change their name which sucked which is bullshit and i'm you think i'd be over it but i'm not it's kind of like the cleveland indians cleveland, cleveland guardian situation but that's a topic for a different day so uh moving forward what we're we gonna do with the wwf or the WWE World Wrestling Entertainment. Yeah, so I think I'm thinking we're gonna uh, trace the history uh, from basically from when you started growing up and whenever you started watching wrestling. Uh, for me, it's a little bit earlier than you, but uh, doesn't mean that you can't use some wrestlers that were yeah, from because because we overlap them, a little bit because I think we both were the golden era. Well, and some of their careers went pretty long. I mean, you know, we're talking 15, 20 years. I mean, so fuck, Ric Flair might still be wrestling, um, but. Uh, yeah, so uh, I thought we'd do uh, WrestleManias in, in uh, March usually. So, yeah, it's in March. And we were going to do a uh, top, you want to do top 50? Or I think we can do more. Uh, top 50 is uh, probably the max, though, for time-wise. Okay. That would probably be the best. All right. Because 50 was what got us in the map was everything, so I'll probably stick with 50 then. All right. So we're going to do top 50. You're going to do top 50 wrestlers. Your top 50 wrestlers. Our top fifty wrestlers from growing yeah. up, I guess, are from from basically from growing up. Whoever whoever you just enjoyed watching, um, yeah, till now, yeah, because yeah, it's amazing how like the like the WWF has changed. Or I don't really watch it now, so my list is gonna be no. Pretty much I remember cut for off. a while though when I was on a first shift, because um, I got back into wrestling a little bit because I I do like stuff with the newer uh, G, uh, gaming consoles and stuff like they they actually made wrestling games kind of fun again a little bit with like <coughs> career modes and stuff but uh so uh yeah our top 50 wrestlers is good so we i think professor t and i both kind of grew up because professor t were about 10 years apart was the uh, the golden area i would say you know wwf he had the blue ring you know the black you know red white and blue ropes and stuff obviously we both you know had hulkamania honky tonk man um Macho Man Randy Savage, we overlapped a little bit, <coughs> and then uh, I got lucky where, because um, I was a little bit younger than 98, is when it turned in the Attitude Era, and I got pretty lucky because I got my dad to take me to show in Milwaukee, I remember, for the Attitude Era, and uh, what's interesting about them is they, because they film all their shows at once, kind of, for the week, so they start off with uh, WWF Sunday Night Heat, I remember, and then went to WWF Raw, and I got to see like all the, like, the big names, like The Rock, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, you know, Triple H and all that. So now they're old guys today, but, um, yeah, so we're kind of going to share our, I guess our top 50 wrestlers. It should mm -hmm. be fun. You know, hopefully you'll, you'll enjoy it. If not, you know, we'll have some good sound effects, some good music and be a good time. So yeah. So wrestling is fake. Just to let you know. Mm -hmm. But I, well. I remember growing up too, like, uh, cause obviously cause they had WCW Nitro on Monday nights and then they had WWF raw and then, uh, I don't know, maybe because I was a kid, 
but like WWF Raw looked more real to me compared to WWC or WCW Nitro. But obviously wrestling's all fake because if you watch uh, UFC, you'll know the difference. Because UFC, you got three-minute rounds, you know, up to five rounds. Guys are gassed and they got the shit beat out of them. The same thing happens in WWF and uh, there's no marks on them, so right. figure it out. Right. Yeah. Um, a couple punches in the face and usually the guys in the MMA, you know, you either yeah, fall down yeah. or you might get fucking... So, yeah, the thing with MMA is, so, interesting fact for all you people out there that like MMA... So only 30% of the time the knockout punches connect or, you know, like face punches because guys are pretty good at it because it, obviously it's mixed martial arts. You're not just boxing in there. You're doing your taekwondo, your jujitsu and whatever. You know, you're doing your ground and pound. There's so much different elements to it. For WWF, it's, there's none of that shit really, none of that technical stuff. There's a few technical guys, but, you know, because you got your sharpshooter and other stuff. But um, if a, a punch connects to your face, it's only 30% of the time in real life, you know, when you're fighting. And on TV, it connects all the time, but it's, uh, if you took a fist to your face, how many times you'd be down? There's, like, no way. And, like, like WWF really doesn't, even though they, like, there's weight classes for, like, the light cruiserweight championship and the WWF championship, which is, like, you know, heavyweight, like, 225 and above, you know, like, MMA has something similar, but in real life, if, uh, if those guys are fighting the WWF or WWE, if you're an asshole... There's no way that nobody could handle that whatsoever. Because you look at... What's, what's amazing, too, about some of those guys' builds, because they're all in excellent shape, even for actors, even though it's like, let's say, like a male um, soap opera or a man's soap opera. Even the guys that look like puny on TV, you know, like like the smallest guys are 6'2", my size, you know, you know, 225, you know, 230 pounds, you know, in excellent shape. And they look puny on TV, but real life, you're like, they're, you see them, they're, they're like fucking monsters. But those small guys on TV that you saw for WWF, are real life they over they tower you you know it's just amazing but like a lot of those guys are just like you know built like you know linemen and shit you know built like brick shit houses and if they were fighting for real life there's no like there's no way if you look at uh x-pac whatever you know x-pac was tiny you know on tv but x-pac 6-2 you know yeah like and it's just it's amazing how that kind of translates to tv mm-hmm. a little bit so yeah, next month we'll do our WWE, our top fifty wrestlers. It should be a good time. You know, we hope you guys enjoy it. You know, if you know, it's something different than movies. You know, we like to branch out a little bit, and not be like repeating ourselves because a lot of the same movies make the list sometimes. We try to like change it up as much as we can, but it's kind of hard when we got we've got some favorites that we just like putting in. So wrestlers have been known to star in movies. Mm-hmm. Roddy Roddy Piper's. Yeah, Roddy Roddy Piper's. That that was it. They live. They live. Yeah. So yeah, they live. It's an excellent excellent movie to mm-hmm. see. Um, one of the movies I remember seeing too. Actually, I bought the movie was The Marine Two, which was uh, Ted DiBiase uh, Jr., which is uh, Ted DiBiase Sr.'s kid. It's the Million Dollar Man. And actually, I, I watched a good documentary of them. I mentioned I think an episode or two ago. It was actually a Christian documentary, but. Yeah, so that was, uh, yeah. So the first Marine, I think, was uh, John Cena. That was a good movie. Ted DiBiase, too. Uh, Junior was in the second Marine, but um, definitely some good watches to check out. So, uh, yeah, so uh, next month we'll get together, and uh, hopefully you'll enjoy the show. So if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can email us, email us at movieprofessors at gmx.com and check out Sawdust City Candles on the Sawdust City uh, Facebook, on, uh, face, the Facebook page. And uh, also at the local farmer's market, you know, once a week, you know, if a professor tees off, mm-hmm. he has plenty of goods to sell you. And then also, uh, you can even message him if you want. 
because we got um, he does uh, custom movie candles. He does uh, really cool themes with them. And Should uh, do we'll, a rest our candle. Yeah, what are you what are you burning right now though? Over right there? over there. Uh, well, that's red berry balsam. Oh yeah, for the holidays, kind of a little bit for the winter. And I got some winter leftovers that I'm going through. If I don't sell them, I burn them. I mean, why not? Yeah, but you know, you know, he does pretty good. And he does it right in sales. Even they put you. So yeah. Professor T always posts the picture where he's at on the on the face pages. And it seems like they always put him at, like because obviously in the colder months they're they're in the arena. Yeah, indoors. And uh, they put him by the men in the women's bathroom. I don't know why. It's the women's bathroom. They put, the him, right they put him by the women's bathroom. It's like I feel like they. It's like discrimination, but yeah. you know, he still does all right in sales. Yeah. But could be it's, better. It's hard to sell a candle when someone's got to drop a deuce. But I came up with a pretty catchy slogan today. What's that? Uh, it was uh, you know come see me. I'm by the women's bathroom. Uh, hard to miss if you have to take a piss. <laughs> yeah. So, so I mean that was right off the cuff. So I don't know. Yeah, no. so definitely his candles are good. I um, I'm not just saying because we're really good friends, but like he does make excellent candles. They 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 smell good. He takes his time. He's an artisan with them. I'm not just saying that. He does a really good job with them. Like and and for like movie candles, even though it's like they're far and few between as they used to be, but like Professor T has an excellent imagination. He can make anything uh-huh. you want come to life, you know, yeah. or come to come to smell. Give me a challenge. Yeah, so I still I still have my days confused candle from how many years ago. <laughs> that smells pretty good. I got I remember Blue Lagoon. He made Blue Lagoon. I don't know how many years ago he made that. And I, I bought it off him because I'm like, so well, I like to drink Blue Lagoon. And don't judge me because it has Blue Caraco on it, but it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Blue Lagoon's also a movie with a good movie with uh, Brooke Shields. So yeah, Blue Lagoon. It smells just like a Blue Lagoon. Mm-hmm. So anything you want to add, Professor T, real quick before we. Wrap it up here. Oh, no, this is a good a good start for the third year. Third year uh, anniversary doing this. Three years strong. I, I can't believe we're on three years already. It's gone, it's gone fast, but yeah, yeah, we've come a long way, obviously, uh, with our audio, because uh, we used to have like really like gigantic like mics for podcasts. <laughs> and the the irony is though that we spent the same amount that we spent on our mics or like our full size mics. We finally got our lapel mics because Professor T wanted them. And originally they're like fifty bucks a piece, and as much as I, I love Professor T and I love doing this show, I wasn't gonna spend fifty bucks on like you know a mic because that's just fucking ridiculous. I don't care who you are, mm-hmm. how much overtime I work, he works. We're, we weren't gonna do it. And then I found these for uh, 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 Friday of Color Sale, I think it was on the on the Amazons, and uh, these have amazing audio. Um, the brand is uh, uh, Manoa or something like that. I never heard of it, but th- they have really good audio. So if you want to do a podcast yourself, you just check out Audacity. It's you know it's pretty good for your recording. And there was a, there's a voice meter too. It's called the app, so you can do more than one mic. Um, and if you want to do a podcast, you just do it through Anchor.fm. It's a free thing tool to use. And they, what they do is they you know you, you just upload your you know, your MP3 uh, files, and it's really simple. And then you can put it anywhere. And then they'll pay you almost like uh, like a, a penny an ad for you to put the ad in the show. So it's a, it's a really simple tool to use. So um, uh, thanks for listening. Hopefully you put up with us. Hopefully you had a good laugh. Like I said, you can always reach us at movieprofessors.gmx.com. And we'd be glad to make any changes or, you know, maybe give you a shout out in the show or bring you on the show even. We can even call you mm-hmm. or bring you in. You know, we're not opposed to that. So um, if we got nothing else to say, Professor T, you know what to say. Yep, that's it. Class dismissed.